Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack. And save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses. Plus, updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? You know, TJ recently came to you guys and asked you guys for a little bit of help, uh, some suggestions on how to make our podcast better. And here's another way that you guys could really genuinely help us out. You see, we love having great advertisers support our show, but in order to continue doing that, we need to ask you guys for help again. So please go to podsurvey.com forward slash peasants and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you guys just a little bit better. Yeah, because it's so important that we can show advertisers uh, just how great our viewers and listeners are. So uh, even if you've taken our uh, podcast listener survey before, uh, the current one is new and it's different. And so I'd really love for you all to go take it over again. And once you've completed the survey, you're entered uh, to win uh, a $100 Amazon gift card. So again, that is podsurvey.com forward slash Peasants. That's podsurvey.com forward slash P-E-A-S-A-N-T-S. And thank you guys so much for your help. Thank you. Paul, 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 Is it so hard for you just to listen for a moment? I appreciate what you're sentiment, but I'm trying to tell you something. Fair Paul, 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 Paul. Paul, 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 I'm tired of Paul. Paul, 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 yeah. What the Pharisees, fuck? What's I wrong? I used to be completely hypocritical. I used to judge what the fuck people. happened, dude? Trying not to, so give me some credit. At least the girl's trying.
Warning, the Drunken Peasants podcast is full of comedic exaggerations, independent thought, insensitivity, and other offensive content. We strongly urge all viewers and listeners to keep their brains and their skulls throughout the entire duration of this podcast. Failure to do so will result in immediate death. If you wish to support this podcast, there are several ways to do so. First, you can sign up for a free audiobook trial at audibletrial.com forward slash drunken peasants. Audible is the foremost seller of audiobooks today with hundreds of thousands of titles to satisfy all manner of tastes. Second, if you shop on Amazon.com, please use the Amazon affiliate links in the description section of this video. Every purchase you make helps to support this podcast's existence. Third, please peruse our merchandise and see if any of it strikes your fancy. We sell a lot of t-shirts, so we must be doing something right. One more thing before I go. To make an official submission to the Drunken Peasants, whether it be a video for one of our segments, or fan art, or a picture of you wearing one of our shirts, or anything you think we might want to use on the show, that stuff needs to be sent to the Drunken Peasants Facebook inbox. Please do not send correspondence, as this will be deleted unread. With all that shit out of the way, it's time to begin the show. From the frigid armpit of America, this is the Drunken Peasants Podcast with Ben and TJ, bringing you opinions of the news from an altered perspective. Fuck it! <laughs> you got a joint? Uh, no, not on me, man. I don't have facts to back this up. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. What the fuck are you talking about, atheist? You know You're nothing, TJ. You're garbage. I just want to be light. You're fuck garbage. Fuck 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 and now, here are your hosts, Ben and TJ. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Drunken Peasants Podcast, episode 330. Three, three, zero. It's a new era for DP. It's a new era for DP, and I want to start it out by wishing TJ a happy birthday. Happy birthday, TJ. Today is his fucking birthday. Thank you so much. 32 years old this this, uh, year, huh? Yep, 30 fucking two. Wow, what an ancient fucking bag of bones you are. Yeah, I know. How old are you, Paul? Now, the, the, we're not talking. It's not my birthday. Oh, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just curious. That, that's that's irrelevant, Scott. For that's posterity, for how old are you, Paul? I'm nearly 20 years uh, too old I'm for my life. Uh, six. <laughs> we'll get into that, six? TJ. I know. Don't oh, don't be a spoiler, okay? Hey, Paul, if you're six, I'm then I don't spoiler. know what you and TJ were doing earlier. It was consensual or legal. <clears throat> I didn't say six. I said it was only six. You said six, Paul. I said it was only six. Whoa. So the fans told us shit, and we listened. Mm-hmm. For those of you that didn't see the video that TJ made, go check it out. <laughs> the last video on our channel. Yeah. Please do. Apology go- to our fans. We're going old school. <laughs> We're bringing back the old school DP. To some extent. Right. Obviously, certain things have so, to change. So I guess I guess I can no longer hate Paul and TJ. Yeah, I guess we got to well, drop that stuff. If it's real, then right. it's real. Give me a kiss, right. Scotty. Kiss my Hug. lips, man. Hugs. Oh Hug him. Oh, my God. This is beautiful. By the way, we're bringing back. Oh, what a moment! We're bringing back guests. Uh, We have JF coming back on February twenty fourth. February twenty fourth, JF, and then RPG Minx back on Monday, February twenty seventh. Minx is great. Always a great guest. And we're gonna get Moron. I've been talking to Mercedes. We're gonna get Moron. Moron? That's awesome. Moron's coming on. Call them all Moron. What the hell, man? Dad jokes galore. (laughs) (laughs) Here on the Drunken Peasants (laughs) podcast, everybody. So now we're bringing back. Uh, a segment that everyone, not everyone, but most people a lot said of people, they missed. A lot of people wanted it back. So here it is. Troll. Don't know. <coughs> it's a troll. troll. It's a troll, man. Let's see. Boy, when you're really fucking stressed. The way that you're going to be distressed. The way that you're going to be distressed. Okay, so what is going on here? 
Uh, this is like a, a de-stressing song. The, the way that you're gonna be. I already feel, way that you're gonna be. I already feel calmer listening to him. Though. Right. That is harder than you can imagine, mess. Because a mess of the things that are gonna rewire in the way that you're gonna be able to see the things that you would never even understand before are gonna make a kind of ways of history. What kind of purpose? What kind of catalyst? What kind of thing that you would want to be? Well, he does his own percussion for one thing, so. And it's amazing. Yep. Uh, you know what? I'm not even gonna. That I, beat is You know dope. what? Hashtag cut the kayfabe. This sucks. This guy's crazy. What is he doing? Part of rapping is rhyming, dude. Now, you can get away with not rhyming once in a while, but you haven't rhymed one time since this Who started. Who said this is a rap? Why are you trying to put him in the category of rap? Because he's Paul. rapping. This is spoken not- word, Paul. Spoken word spoken word poetry. When it's hot up for you every time. And- <laughs> Uh, Why did he grab his titties? Grab my beautiful man titties. So did, full and so pretty. The stress is like the hell. And the hell of the truth is a realm. That you can't imagine the hell what of the you truth say. Is a and bell? what you gotta be like every single day. I mean, there is some kind of purpose to it. But that purpose isn't shit. Because the Ooh, he's doing like little fills and stuff too. Damn. It's like Neil Pert, practically. Get that hi hat going too. What are you guys thinking? Troll or not a troll? Um, if this is is not a troll, I will slap my mother in the face. This is a troll. So troll for Paul, troll yep. for Scotty. I uh, say not a troll. Oh, oh come on, I TJ. Think, why not? Why not? Because I think this fucker is just sincere but lame as shit. There are so many other ways that you can be and gonna be influenced by your environment and history, but you're stressed and you're super stressed in the stress. You're, stup- you're super stressed in the in stress. The stress. Not dude, this troll. song gives me stress, dude. Yeah. Not a tr- you said I was making you calm earlier, Paul. No, well, I, take, I took it back. No, I cut you the didn't. kayfabe, No, TJ. you didn't. No, you didn't. Hashtag cut the kayfabe. Cut the kayfabe. Cut the kayfabe you're kayfabing Paul. now, Paul. No, Paul's, I'm not. Paul's pure kayfabe, dude. You know that this man is sincere. No, this is awful. You're right, oh, Ben. Thank you, Ben. The trolls have it, dude. You're right, Ben. Three they to one. They always Three to do. One. Three to one outvoted, TJ. Not a troll. Your spoiler vote failed. Whatever. People are saying it's G-Time Johnny Jr. Maybe so. G-Time Johnny's way better than that. Yeah. But, he, you know, he is a lot older, too. Guys. Yeah. So yeah reminded me more of Evan LaFever cooking up a beat, but no beat. No this guy's yeah, just like, beat. here's my beat. Cooking up some shit. It's like, that's not Cooking up some unlistenable shit. Cooking up some dog shit. That dude was a mad <laughs> finger drummer. Cooking I don't up know. some dog shit. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Uh, here's DP Action News. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Big, big one tonight. Shit's coming full circle. Yeah, so circle. My plan has come to fruition. By the way, if you give tonight's show a thumb up for nothing else, it should be for TJ's birthday. Yeah. Motherfucker managed to not die for another year. It's amazing. Uh, I don't know how I'm still alive. Upholding the lifestyle that he does. It's crazy. Yeah, he's had guns pointed at him multiple mm-hmm. times in his life. <clears throat> he's wrecked a car. I'm yes. a smoker. I pay no attention to what I eat. He gets I'm a no terrible driver. Yeah. I'm lazy. I'm sedentary. He gets diarrhea a lot from his bad diet. So thumbs yeah. up for TJ still being alive. Come on, guys. Congratulations to me. I mean, the, di- the guy's By basically the way, had hey dysentery guys, for 12 uh, years. By the this, way, I want to make an announcement that oh, uh, all of my fans, it's also their birthday today because wow. I'm giving my birthday to them. Ooh, what birthday. a magnanimous gesture, TJ. So, uh, you also, unfortunately, inherit my age, so you're all 32 now. Now, for some of you, Sweet. maybe some of, a good yeah. thing. What if you got like a 60-year-old fan? That's awesome. Congratulations. You gave them like 30 years back to I mean, But life. if you were like 20, I'm sorry. 
I mean, darn. You're going to die sooner 12 now. more years. Yeah. I'm a fan of TJ's, and he aged me by seven years today. Fuck you, TJ. All right. So let's talk about it. Uh, Milo Yiannopoulos was yeah. on our show about a year ago. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we asked him some questions that we thought were thought-provoking questions. Uh, he answered them, I believe, as honestly as possible. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, as honest as... Uh, as directly as possible. Milo Yiannopoulos. Yeah. Is, I, mean, I mean, I take everything he says and, with a grain of Paul, and, dude. <laughs> but before, before anyone says anything else, um, obviously, he's been removed from CPAC. His book deal got canceled. He's uh, in trouble with his work. Um you know, Milo was scheduled to come on our show another time between that episode and now, and he had a condition that I wanted to point out before we proceed, which was he would only come on if Paul wasn't there when he came on. Yeah, oh, and that kind of led to that kind of led to Milo actually not being on that episode. Yeah, um, and we had not been in contact with him since. We chose Paul over Milo, which I thought at the time was a bad decision, but apparently now. Looks like it's a good decision. Well, I guess so. I mean, look, I don't know. Do we want to get into some news stories about this, well, or we want we to have, talk about we it? Have we, have, we have one to play. We have a news story, and and we have a bone to pick with fucking CNN. Uh, yeah, which uh, we'll get into. We'll get yeah, into that of course. In, in Here we go. Welcome back to the lead. Sticking with politics and news of an abrupt reversal by a conservative group and its invitation to a controversial speaker. The Conservative Political Action Conference, aka CPAC has rescinded its invitation to Milo Yiannopoulos. This after an interview emerged in which Milo appears to advocate... Oh, it emerged. It emerged. It emerged. Yeah, it yeah, emerged. It, did, it didn't emerge when it had 250,000 uh, viewers for like a year now. No, it just emerged, guys. It just recently emerged suddenly as soon as Milo was scheduled yeah. to be on... was said to be the keynote speaker According at According to CPAC. CNN, which... You know, Fake news. And I love Let's the term honest, I love news. the term emerged too, because it makes it sound like it came out of the ether, not on the strength of an interview we all did. A year ago. Yeah. It emerged. It just abiogenesis itself it, into existence. It didn't exist, and then suddenly it just did. The emergence of Cro-Magnon Man well, and the what, emergence of the Milo Yiannopoulos podcast. But that's what these media outlets always say. It's, oh, shocking, then it's emerged. And some of them, ha uh, in, in fairness, I've read, have said, okay, this is older. This is a year old. But a lot of them are just like, it's brand spanking. Oh, this is something that just, that just leaked. It's come up. To, it's come to light. Yeah, I mean, like, this episode had 250,000 views. It was one of the most popular episodes and you know we ever what? had. I, I went back and read it a was bunch never of the a comments. big news story. Yeah, and no one really mentions this part that they have taken uh, of the, of the interview, of the entire interview, which entire. Uh, any of you out there who think the mainstream media has lost its power, this is evidence that it hasn't because Milo mentioned this shit on Joe Rogan, which is why we asked him about it. Then he talked about it on our show in even more detail. Yes. Yep. And people watched both of those. No one gave a shit. Nope. No one said anything. But then. When some people cut it up and put it up and say, look, Milo Yiannopoulos defends pedophilia. And they frame it like that and they put it out there all yeah. of a sudden. Oh, my God. Like it just happened. What a yeah. shocking revelation. Here, here's, here's my problem with it. Jake oh. Tapper from CNN last night was basking in a glow of magnanimous moral or certitude last night, right? Mm -hmm. He's just bathing in the glow of it going, oh, look at what Milo did. Look at what Milo did. Jake Tapper and his organization helped make Milo what Milo is. They've been covering him breathlessly for two or three years now. Everything he says, you made him, and you you just disavow him because of something he said a year ago? By the way, I want to point out the entire unedited video is linked in the description yeah. for those of you who have not seen it. 
Uh, it's it's gotten a lot of views uh, since this morning. It's gotten a huge spike in traffic, but uh, you know I think that's good because people should watch the full interview and totally see the unedited. entire context Streamed of live. what happened. Well, not to mention how a lot of us called uh, news organizations basically call us a podcast. As if that's supposed to be referencing us, a podcast did it. Host, yeah, I was host, and you're a host. And, yeah. and Paul said he saw one with TJ, and TJ was listed as unknown. Yeah. Unknown. Yeah. The most famous of all of us <laughs> yeah. is listed as. Why unknown. don't you want to mention our name? I'm so CNN. sad and unknown. For yeah. relationships CNN. between young Let's boys and adult men. <laughs> Milo is the self-described provocateur banned on Twitter for, among other things. Harassing L- SNL star Leslie Jones. Uh, he didn't uh, harass her. Kind of no, it's bullshit. not. No, it's not. He was it trolling her, not harassing her. Oh, whatever. no, it's harassment, guys. Yeah. Uh, she, poor uh, Leslie. So, yeah, as a How comedian, dare he say that she As sucks. a comedian, she can't handle being made fun of. You know, of course, she needs a nice little safe space, which is Twitter for her. So yeah, that just shows you how Leslie. pitiful she College is. College bus tour sparked violent protests at UC Berkeley earlier this month. That's I want to bring his in fault, by CNN the way. Suzanne yeah. Malveaux. So, Suzanne, what does CPAC say about why it even had him on the roster in the first place? Sure, Jim. Well, I reached out to CPAC officials today who initially defended Man, isn't it crazy when you some just, when someone describes themselves a, as a provocateur that provocative shit happens around them? Wow! Yeah. Their choice for Milo. They told me that CPAC is a constructive forum for controversies. Those attending the conference could certainly handle this controversial figure like Milo. But interestingly enough, it was the most prominent voices in conservative circles who began to complain the loudest to push for this reversal. Yeah, the conservative Ooh. political action conference at motherfucking America, Ooh, bitch, and an American flag driving on the beach. Wow, man, C-Pack. so America. will be a revolution. It's where all the hip kids are. Yeah, blah 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 blah. Dude, blah 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 blah. I guarantee you, it's boring as shit. Proposed speaker Milo Yiannopoulos. Yiannopoulos, Milo, the professional provocateur. Muslims rape everyone. He's known, he's known as that editor. because you guys made him that. You guys gave him that moniker by covering everything he does and going, oh, look at what the dangerous faggot's up to. Form. To be quite honest with you, f- your feelings. Now he's yeah. decidedly off the schedule just two days after he was announced, and it's not the first time he's gotten the hook. After being thrown off Twitter for attacks on African-American comedian Leslie Jones, calling feminism a cancer and targeting Muslims in his routines. Protests erupted during his controversial college campus tour. Um, so he's not responsible for what other people do. Just like you say, hey, look, you know, people have freedom of speech and we have a right to say whatever and do whatever we want. Yeah, that's, that's true. You guys can react however you want, but you're, you're the ones directed violently. I mean, he made a speech. Those, yeah. those violent protesters are his detractors, not his supporters. Yeah. So if anything, yeah. I mean, that, that has the opposite effect. I mean, it's not what, his fault. What he said on our show is why you guys are talking about Milo. So why are you trying to paint it like he's responsible for retards flipping cars and, and, they're, and, and less Jones's poor little feelings, and they're about to get to that. And and uh, someone and, and some names are surprisingly left out of this story. I'm shocked. Some hmm. audio I recognize. Yeah, is part, like I, I almost remember like producing it or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, this is a university. This is a place you're supposed to be able to hear anyone. This time, the cancellation came after the conservative website, the Reagan Battalion, published this podcast clip. Here it is. Highlighting podcast. Milo's discussion. Yeah, they published it. No, yeah. we published it yeah. a fucking year yeah. ago. See, yeah. the you Reagan, liars. Why does, why does the fucking Reagan watch or whatever the fucking who gives a shit it is? Why yeah. are they getting all the fucking credit yeah, for this? Yeah, they came up with it. No, we did that interview, CNN, a year ago. 
You act like Milo just came out with this shit. We did this shit a year ago, About CNN. Sex with we minors. scooped you, and Jay Ro- in, in, uh, in Joe Rogan world. scooped it's us. It's huh. the second time Some this of those year. relationships between younger boys and older men, the sort of coming of age relationships, the relationships in which those older men ha- help those young boys to discover who they are. It you sounds like I'm Catholic priest molestation huh. to me. Host. That voice sounds He continues that on host. to say he would never be I don't be know who that host guy is, but he's pretty awesome. He's got a nice voice. I like how they mention they mention the some blog that linked to our podcast, but yep. we're, you're host and we're a podcast. CNN, this is a joke. Fuck CNN. you, people. Everyone should I've never tweet CNN. What bullet? Look, go to Paul's Twitter and fucking retweet that shit because we want CNN to respond yeah, to why they would do this. I want so CNN dis- to have us on their fucking show to talk about this. They deserve us that much now. Yeah, they owe us. They, they <laughs> you know what, dude? You you source some fucking shitty ass fucking news aggregation blog with a with a conservative bent. And then we get billed as podcast. <laughs> Fuck you, Jake Tapper. Fuck you, CNN. Act, without the priest. Milo later took to Facebook to clarify his comments, posting in part, A note for idiots. I do not support pedophilia. Period. I am completely disgusted by the abuse of children. Unless, of course, CPAC the children Matt like it. Schlapp, posting a statement to Twitter today. <laughs> okay, so uh, I guess we should probably get into some of the meat of this. Because, uh, you know, the, the CNN is actually playing his clip kind of disingenuously there because he's not talking about himself uh, as like, no. I need to mentor these young boys. Like he's talking about his own abuse as a kid. Exactly. Which he was claiming on our show it wasn't abuse because he liked it and he wanted it. Sure. So we asked him at some point during the show a direct question like about age of consent, and he kind of was like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, he pretty but much agreed he, with but it. But then he kind of walked sense. it back and said, like, well, but, you know, some, some, uh, some kids can consent to it. He, he, he thought it should be I more, could. He, he should be more individual And I have seen Milo yeah, going around uh, saying that he, when, when I was talking about a relationship where uh, I was 17 and, and the man was 29. No, that's no. wrong. You were talking about a relationship where you were 13 and you were fucking a priest. He also said the yeah. priest taught him how to give the best you. head, too. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then wasn't there one when he was fifteen or sixteen and he fucked a drag queen? Yeah, he uh, said something, something like that. Yeah, something. I've heard that too. Yeah. Yep. So there was, you know, you know, you can you can do this weird spin, but I mean, you know, whatever. Um, Milo's the one who uh, I think it's pretty important to, to just note that he's the fucking victim here in this scenario. If you're going to say that he couldn't give consent, which obviously is what you're saying then you have to acknowledge him as the victim. Of course, they so don't. if he says some wacky shit. Uh, I think you have to give him at least a little bit of deference because he's, I think he's kind of trying to, I mean, assuming any of this is even fucking true, because I don't trust a fucking word from Milo Yiannopoulos. I don't believe he's, he's like honest all the time. I think that there's things sure, that are true and there's be. things that are part of the Milo mythos. Right. But the context is off because they're so quick to get to write. They, they, they just want to play the meat, what they think people are going to want to see. So they lead in with a bunch of shit that's completely unrelated. He had nothing to do with people flipping fucking cars. And then they play a quick blurb from what was basically a five, six, seven minute clip of our show where the interview went into his views on, you know, relationships between boys and men. Calling the Facebook apology insufficient. Writing, there is no disagreement among our attendees on the evils of sexual abuse of children. Some from the American Conservative Union, the group that hosts CPAC, say they were in the dark about Milo's invitation. Board member Ned Ryan tweeting, while I'm all for free speech, there is such a thing as vile, hateful speech.
I don't think this qualifies as hate speech. I mean, no. look, CPAC can invite whoever they want. It's their event. I mean, if they don't want Milo to be there because of the comments he made on our show, that's fine. But I think they should understand the full context. If you just watch this CNN or listen to these tiny little snippets, you're not getting the full context. You're not really, really fully understanding what's being said. Well, I, you know, I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Do we'll it. Say it. The people that are laughing about this... Um, yeah, in, in, a, in, a, in a way, Milo's chickens have come home to roost. He's br- billed himself for a long time as the dangerous faggot, and he defends crazy things that he says. Sure. That being said, people that are celebrating about him being banned from CPAC and his book deal being canceled and possibly it looks like his imminent firing from Breitbart, people that are dancing about this, you need to think a, a, a little more before you throw up your arms in celebration. Because I don't, I, I, look, he said some wacky shit. I don't agree with what he said. I think that's why we went where we did on the podcast that we did a year ago. But I, I, I think he should have a right to say it. And these companies that are walking back, Simon & Schuster can't, canceling this multi-million dollar book deal that yeah, they had so, with so him. All the other stuff he did was fine up until that point. On the strength of this little media backlash against a guy that bills himself as a dangerous faggot. Why did you guys sign a contract with Milo Yiannopoulos in the first place if you didn't want a little blowback? Speech that does not deserve a platform. Earlier this year, Milo told CNN, spurring this kind of... Actually, I'm pretty sure all speech, unless unless Milo was actually advocating for those things, he does deserve a platform, so I don't agree with them. Yeah, I don't know if he... He didn't say that he advocates uh, grown men fucking little boys on our podcast. Those words never came out of his mouth. his goal. You don't just inherit, um, you know, the the First Amendment. You have to fight for every generation. You have to you have to uh, reaffirm and relearn its importance. And it takes people as preposterous and ridiculous as me um, to thrust that back into the public consciousness. Thrust. Thrust it. Today, CPAC announced President Trump would be addressing the conference, and it should not go unnoticed. The connection to the Breitbart site. Its founder and namesake, Andrew Breitbart, spoke there in 2012, and its former chairman, Steve Bannon, who will also speak at this conference, serves as one of President Trump's most influential advisors. So there is this connection, Jim. No, no, a lot of connections to Breitbart, no question. Thanks very much, Suzanne Malvo. A high-profile North Korean is... Po- All right. You yeah. know, there was a time when uh, newspapers were pushing for Milo to be the uh, press secretary. Oh, yeah. So could you imagine if he had actually become press secretary and then this uh, interview had been uh, spotlighted like this? Yeah. We, you know, our podcast might have helped take down a fucking Trump administration official. I don't think that it is. Uh, I don't think that the timing on this, though, is uh, happenstance. Oh, no. I think that Milo's star uh, was ascending here. He got this big book deal, a bunch of name recognition from these uh, Stanford protests. Yeah, he, he was just on Bill Maher. And then somebody's been sitting yeah, on this was. like a little egg of bullshit for a year and released it. And now everybody's all in a huff at this guy that they've been given a big wet kiss for years and years said something crazy. Yeah, and I saw a video he released where he he talks about everything. And uh, did did you guys see that? No. no, no, not yet. Yeah, I don't have it queued up right now, but I wonder if I can. I don't know. I'll have to look for it. I but, mean, it shouldn't be hard to find if it's on his channel. Yeah, I is it on t- his Facebook? I think. Let's yeah, see. it's on his Facebook. Yeah. He's 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 got a statement on all of this. Yes, he does. See, I hadn't even heard that he did this. Was this pretty recent shit? Like today? Yeah, I think it was done today. Mm-hmm. Would it be on his Facebook? Yeah, yeah. It, is, it is on his Facebook. I think it's quite long. Is it? Well, we can hear a little bit of what he has to say, maybe. 
I mean, like that's something that nobody really has given Milo the opportunity to do yet. This big story. I mean, maybe he's turned. He's I'm gone sure on. He's, a, he went on a, a oh, new show he? or two. Did he about it? Has he discussed this? <laughs> a little bit. Hmm. I don't see it. It's. I think it's below this. Is it? It was yesterday. He did it. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. There's like a lot. Yesterday, this did. was way smaller than it is today. This is kind of taking on a new life today. Yeah, I guess I don't see it either. Oh, well. Maybe he deleted it. <laughs> it could be. Maybe he felt it struck the wrong tone. Or we'll go yeah. to videos. Let's see if it's by videos. Oh, yeah. Click on videos. No, I don't see it. It's yeah, Gorn. It's not, okay. It's Gorn. It's somewhere else, I'm sure. But Yeah, I'm sure right, you can find fine. it. But, the, the th- I mean, you know, the thing is that uh, I think it's disingenuous for CNN to make it seem like Milo is talking about just defending this in like a vacuum when what he's really defending is something that happened to him when he was uh, younger. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it I mean, w- like, look, I, I hear this rhetoric from feminists all the time that, you know, we can't judge the coping mechanisms of victims of, uh, you know, sex crimes and stuff. Um, this struck me. If it is true as a coping mechanism for what happened, I think he doesn't want to admit that maybe he was victimized. I think he wants to have this. Oh, well, you know, I was into it and it was a positive thing and all this. I don't know. I, I think that that moment where he talks about like, you know, oh, yes. And I'll always be grateful to Father O'Rourke for teaching me to give good head. I think that was I a, think that a was joke. a coping mechanism. Yeah, I think that that might be what. But the part that they seem to be playing over and over leading into Ben saying it sounds like Catholic priest molestation is the bit where he says he talks in very general general terms. He says, you know, the thing is with these relationships between these older men and these young boys is that these older men, he's not talking about that, that, that older man gave me. He says these older men. Yeah. So he's not defending going and doing it, but in a roundabout way, he kind of is. He's excusing older men who have sex with boys as young as 13, as he was in, uh, uh, by in his, his own words, in his that. story that he told to us. Because yeah. that's what the springboard or was. Or t- the story that he told to he was he was defending to us a relationship that he had when he was 13 yeah. with an adult priest. So, so, I mean, from that we can infer that he's talking at least about uh, 13-year-olds. Well, like you, or maybe like, he said he was 14. Like you pointed out, was around there. There, might be, there might be more to that there that you know, he's not willing to admit that, yeah, it is a traumatic thing. And it's, he's just dealing with it through, through humor, through making light of it, and not being able to really acknowledge, you know, how much it fucked him up or how much it has affected his life. Because, I mean, th- that was a topic that, you know, was brought up on Joe Rogan. And, we, and that's why you even told me that, TG. You said, well, and Joe, I saw him on Joe uh, talk about this, and I, was, I really wanted to ask him about it. Yeah. because that was kind the, of the catalyst the, for The this. thing was that it, it's like, uh, to some extent, you have to give him some deference because, of course, he was uh, victimized. But yeah. on the other hand, you know, you have to think about this priest who he's continuously refused to name. Who Father who, Michael is what he uh, well, called that, him. He said that in like a joking way because you know he he actually when when pressed on the identity he's of the priest he's defended the not, actions of the priest. Yeah, though. he he won't reveal who the priest is. Yeah, it's his choice. He won't is. do it. I mean, yeah, you could say it's his choice, but at the same time, like, how do we know that, that priest isn't out there uh, continuing sure. to do this? I, and, I don't. And that's the worrying thing about Milo's comments. Yeah. You know, Ben, I know you have talked a little bit about growing up at least around Catholicism. So chances are, you know, and I, I'm not putting words in your mouth here, but you probably know at least somebody or know somebody who knows somebody that's been touched oh yeah by a priest inappropriately and it's like this that's not a joke so even if he was victimized to use general terms like well these young boys and these older men yeah that was that was irresponsible all of all of the uh all the young boys are into it 
Yeah, I'm sure they all love all it. All of them. All, all of the, them all love these, it just like all Milo. These, all these young men who are shattered by it, whose whole lives are ruined, who grow yeah. up and get, get jobs and get wives and have children, who still have fucking psychosexual problems because of it. Yeah, they all loved it as children, Milo. See, that's where I took umbrage with him. I think he's got the right to say it, yeah. but I don't believe he's right. You know? No, I, I don't believe he's right on the issue either. I mean, look... I think we should respect Milo's ability to have his freedom of speech. And if he doesn't want to reveal who this person is, I think that's unfortunate because you guys, you guys, like you said, there's a lot more other people that probably were victimized as well. My understanding is that the way our culture views it is it's a victim's prerogative whether or not they want to reveal yeah, exactly. who the, I mean, and, and, you know, I'm, it's hard for me to argue with that because I just, I don't, I don't know. But I've if never he's been use put it, in a situation but, like well, that. Well, the Catholic Church, we saw this as, anyway. as, you know, as, as systemic abuse. I mean, this is something that has happened all through Europe, through North America, pretty much anywhere the Catholic Church has a foothold. This has been occurring for years and years and years. And just because, you know, maybe a little 13-year-old Milo really was just gen- yeah, he was genuinely happy. like, yeah, yeah, fuck my ass harder. Maybe, that, maybe that's how but it was. A lot of people I don't, don't have that reaction. But I, I'm, I'm sure that for every fucking uh, gay 13-year-old that maybe views this as like, oh, great, cool, I'm finally getting laid, I'm sure there's tons of fucking straight kids or even gay kids who are just not ready who are being introduced to that. You can't just defend that behavior in a general sense. It's almost as if that example he gave is a little bit... What's the word I'm looking for, TJ? Uh, anecdotal. Anecdotal. Is that the word? Anecdotal. It's like yeah. an anecdote, man. He, he, his, like he attacked you for being anecdotal, but people have pointed out after his appearance that tons of what he said was anecdotal. Of course, tons. Of and, and I don't have a problem with that. He's the one that had a problem with it. Yeah. Anecdotal evidence is still evidence, and it's still used in scientific models. It's just not used as absolute proof. But we're talking about nebulous social issues that don't have an ab- absolute answer. If they did, we wouldn't be talking about them. They're being debated. And Anecdo- just, anecdotes are useful. Just so you guys know out there watching this. Um, well, actually, I want to I want to just say once again, like the only way to really understand what went down is not to watch these stupid. Here's a clip of what he said. Go watch our fucking episode. Yeah, go watch the go whole watch episode. Go watch interview. the entire thing. Judge for yourself. See what Milo said. See what he did not say. Get the context. Get for the full context of Don't. it, and judge for yourself. Because guess what? Like we said, two hundred fifty thousand people watch this. Almost none of the comments from that time are focusing in on Milo defending pedophilia. Yeah. That was not a big deal to to the audience at the time. I didn't see it uh, as a big deal in uh, Joe Rogan's comments. It struck me as unusual, but me too. I didn't see a shit ton of people talking about it. Nope. But now, all of a sudden... So, so you know what this really demonstrates? Boom, it's a big story. I have Milo's video, too, by the you way. You know what this really demonstrates, okay. too, though? Is like, is when people say the media is dishonest, it really does... When you see stuff like this, where there's actually a full show of what happened and what went down and there's full context, you can see how dishonest a lot of these people are. It's not like Milo didn't say these things they said he said. It's just that, look at the way that it was presented. Look at the way that it was done. Yeah, it, it, they make it seem like just in a vacuum, Milo just went into a tirade yeah. about, you know, yeah, fucking man-boy relations. Yeah. Well, whether you agree with Milo or not, let's understand the full context of what was said. Mm-hmm. Go go, go get the context, because you're not going to get it from Jake Tapper and yeah. CNN well, and Fox. fucking Jake Tapper. You're going to get a blurb. Scum fuck you're gonna Jake get, Tapper. You're going to get a blurb surrounded by a bunch of shit that paints Milo as a villain for things he didn't have control over. Like people rioting because he was going to speak. That's what you're going to get from Jake Tapper in your national news media. You want the context? Watch our little stoner podcast that broke this story a year ago. Amen. All right, here's, uh, here's Milo's We're going to take a little video. look at Milo here. 
Hey guys, it's uh, Milo here. I um, I have a horrible, I don't know what it is, the flu, I think. So sorry if that I sound like I do. Um, you've probably seen by now reports and, and videos that allege that um, I'm some kind of apologist for pedophilia or some kind of enabler of, of child abuse. Um, nothing could be further from the truth. And um, I find those crimes to be absolutely disgusting. I find those people to be disgusting. And I think that my reporting on this speaks for itself. I've, um, I've exposed three pedophiles in my career. Um, one of them, uh, Nicholas Nyberg, who was an uh, anti-gaming activist who mm -hmm. um, supported white nationalism and uh, described himself as a pedophile. Um, another was Luke Bozier, a London uh, um, entrepreneur, former business partner of Louise Manch, who was caught um, asking for underage material online. And a third one, uh, Chris Layden, is a London photographer who I exposed um, and who is about to start a rape trial as a result of my reporting. Mm. I've also, on many occasions, um, blisteringly criticized the left for its constant excuse-making over pedophilia. Um, in particular, what about the Catholic on, Church? Have you ever yeah, criticized haven't them? haven't criticized yeah. the Catholic Church's pedophilia, though. I mean, or a, yourself. A, a, hu a huge multinational uh, fucking religious organization that's molested probably millions of children have been molested by in the hands of the Catholic Church. Including Milo himself. I mean, yeah, Milo, it, why aren't you acknowledging that? I mean, look, I know you're wearing a cross and you're a religious person, but why can't you acknowledge the faults of your religious beliefs as well? All right, I mean, Milo... You talked on our show about a relationship between you at the age of 13 and an adult priest, and yep. you defended his actions. And then you talked so about it's in impossible, general. It's impossible for, for someone to not look at that and say— He did more. He, th talk, he talked in general terms about how it was, it was okay for these men and younger boys to have these types of relationships because he felt it benefited these young gay boys. He said that, not us. Yeah. So it's, it's strange to see him painting himself in, in such black and white terms here saying, no, 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 I've done this and I've done that. I don't deny that. I'm sure he has exposed pedophiles. I'm sure he has. That yeah. doesn't excuse the things that he said, and that doesn't change the nature of the things that he said. Now, he can walk it back if he wants, but I'm not hearing him do that. I'm hearing him say, well, look at all these other things let's, that I've said. Ignore the, what I said let, on this let, little let, show. Let's see if he comments directly about what was said. All right. Which... Um which publishes Todd Nickerson, a so-called virtuous pedophile, a guy who thinks that um, he's okay because although he's attracted to children, he doesn't actually do anything. I think my record speaks for itself, and the portions that were edited out of the videos that you've seen show, for instance, me saying that I agree with the current age of consent, that I they do. support. Yeah. That I think uh, that I, I support the current age of consent. That it's you do, but you also say that you feel that some. Teenagers, at least, are psychological, are even under the age of consent, yeah, are psychologically and, ready, and you yeah. describe yourself as being one of them. And let's be fair, so that also is there. And let's be fair; he doesn't just like flatly say, "Yes, I support the age of consent." He says, "I think it's about all right." Yeah, I think it's just you know, it's about all right. Well, I mean, look, I mean, there's no magical fucking no, property to the age 18 that makes it. You could, like, but there's plenty of states that disagree on this. We're talking about states context, where the age is though. 17 and 16. Yeah, so um, uh, the media is being dishonest. I think Milo is also being a bit dishonest about what happened on this show. The only way for people to see the truth is to go watch that episode. Yep, I can't stress can't it enough. It's true because it was streamed live. There's no edits or yep. anything made. Yeah, to there's it. not a single cut. This is nope. a live stream. You want the full watch. context? Watch. Watch the Drunken Peasants episode 193, I believe it is. Linked below. It's linked in the description right. section of this video. Um, I think 
that people can put two and two together and work out why this video is coming out now, the stuff that's been on the internet for a really yeah, long time. Yeah, I agree. I, agree. Um, there, there I think people can understand. This. You know, obviously, there's frustration from some bits of the Republican establishment, but I don't want to blame anyone because I said the, I said the things that you've seen, and some of them were very stupidly worded. Some of the, the, the wording that I used um, was dumb. And it if happens. I could go back, in most cases, you guys know, if I say something outrageous or offensive, in most cases, my only regret is I didn't piss off more people. But in this case, if I could do it again, I wouldn't phrase things the same way. Yeah, because you're, you're missing that giant book deal and that CPAC yeah. Yeah. shit Well, now. I mean, I, I think that sucks, though. I, it I does suck. I'm not tap dancing on the grave of his book no, deal. No, neither am I. No, I, I, I fucking ordered his book. I'm disappointed that I'm not going to get it. I hope well, that Well, I'm he, sure somebody else will pick it up I'm hoping it. that uh, some other publisher will pick it up or uh, he'll yeah. self-publish. I still want to read it. With all the pre-orders, uh, someone's going to make gonna that. Somebody's going to want to make that Milo's going to get this book out. Milo's going to get this book out. I mean, look... Milo's not going away because of this. This is obviously damaging to him, but I think at the end of the day, there's still a huge amount of support for Milo. And like he said, well, the way he worded things, if that's, what, if that's what he's going with, it was worded very poorly. And, I mean, look, it's a live stream, and people do say things that they might not necessarily – it doesn't come out the right way because they're on a live show, and they're just going to – trying to get well, something out. Well, here's the thing. I'd like, like to it, have Milo on again. This is something that uh, Ben and Paul brought to my attention. When Milo came on our show – Mm-hmm. He was holding a big faggoty fucking chalice of fucking wine, you know. And throughout the show, he was drinking it and pouring it and drinking it and pouring it. So Milo, Milo got drunk on our show. Mm-hmm. Milo is just like, man, I'm just. At on least the, it seems that. I'm way. just on the piss Maybe. at drunken peasants. I can just let my head down, be what I, you know, like. And and this happened. I mean, look, I was drunk too. I, I I'm the type of guy that. He, I've said enough stupid fucking bullshit in my life publicly that I'm willing to listen to a guy like Milo and and go okay I'll give you the benefit of the doubt on that. Yeah. How, how do you how do you look at him and go no? You meant to, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Okay. No one I don't we don't understand the fucking intentions just because sure. I mean like I don't really I mean I haven't gone back and watched 193 yet. I'm definitely going to, but uh, I have from my memory. Uh, the general impression we walk. I mean, we talked about it afterwards. Like that was oh, pretty yeah, for weird. Sure. Well, if if this happened yesterday, that that place, the Reagan Watch or whatever, they released a fuller, more contextual five minute clip later that had what he's talking about in it, and people still reacted poorly to it. Yeah, in favor it's in, in favor of uh, against. For Milo. instance, um, I was told that um, one of the numbers that people are fixating on is thirteen, and the implication that I. Um, was advocating for, for sex between 13-year-olds. Well, the video that came out was edited to, to include a section where I said that um, consent was arbitrary and oppressive, but that was from a discussion about affirmative consent on college campuses. That was placed next to a section about 13-year-olds to make it look like I was saying that consent for 13-year-olds was arbitrary and oppressive, and that's not the case. Yeah. When I spoke about relationships between older men... I do recall that. I think he is telling the truth there, if my memory <clears throat> serves I'll have to go back correctly. and watch, but it doesn't sound out of the wheelhouse. Yeah, I no. mean, uh, the, the, I, I do believe that his consent comments were during the college thing. I don't think that was in reference yeah. to the, the 13-year-old thing. And younger men, I used the word boys, and I, I shouldn't have done that. Um, gay people do say, like, boy and girl to mean people of, of uh, you know, consenting adults very often. Sometimes it's like, it's, it's usually like the passive partner gets to, you know, is, is the boy. Um, but I understand that straight people wouldn't necessarily know that. And so, um, you know, that, that I wouldn't do again. Well, I, that's I mean, fair. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, that is somewhat fair, but I do remember the springboard for that conversation being us talking about him as a 13-year-old. Yes. So, I mean, you can understand how people would misconstrue that. Yes. I would reiterate is, um, you know, you guys know that I can make edgy jokes. You guys know that I can uh, sometimes um, push the boundaries of acceptable humor. This is one of those cases in which I, I should have phrased things differently. And these videos from a year ago and a year and a half ago, and I really just had no idea I was, I was going to end up being this famous. Um, you know, late boozy, well, somebody long did. live streams. Somebody um, did because they saved I that clip. I phrased things poorly, and I enabled my detractors and critics to assemble um, material that looked very damning, but which does not reflect my opinions. Um, so for that, I'm sorry, because I know that a lot of you are out there defending me and, and wondering how to do that, because the material does look so... Um, unpleasant and distasteful. Another thing that looks unpleasant and distasteful about it is the tone in which I'm talking. Um, I would just say this. This is something of which I was a victim. It's something that I lived through. It's something that happened to me. It didn't ruin my life. And the reason it didn't ruin my life is I had laughter and I had humor and I was able to turn it into a joke and I was able to um, brush it off and make jokes, make what would or obviously jokes, you know. So that addresses part of what... Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, See, like I hadn't saying. seen this before, and so going into this, the comments I made earlier were without the benefit of having seen this. Yeah, that's, that's what I was kind of saying earlier. I was like, I think this is probably a way of dealing with what happened to him in his sure. life. And so now I'm kind of left with this question mark over my head is like, why is the witch hunt still going? This seems like a personally... This seems like a perfectly reasonable measured mea culpa response but do he, to saying something that he admits was poorly worded. What's more of a salacious, interesting headline? Uh, hey, Milo Yiannopoulos actually offered a very cogent defense of what he said and provided better context than... I mean, I don't think he's being 100% or, Milo's here, a monster! But, but what's more compelling, that or... Milo Yiannopoulos, pedo supporter. I, I, you know what's kind of sad too. Loves those you know young a lot, boys. You know a lot of people fucking tie, uh, you know, gay men and children together. So I think I think that's part of it too. Is that oh really, yeah, that well, really fuels that, especially on the right. Like, well, you know, I mean, uh, Milo. <sighs> You know, uh, he's a little bit of a hypocrite on this issue. I saw Blair White talking about this on Twitter. I think you're right. He's a a hypocrite. Because, uh, you know, he's going on Bill Maher and saying, all these, uh, you know, trannies are disproportionately pedophiles. Wrong. Wrong. Not true. That's definitely not true. But he's out there saying it, and he's out there doing the same thing that people used to do to gay people, and now he's uh, ironically found himself the victim of it. Well, you know, I I, I don't want to speak for the rest of you guys, but I personally am not comfortable with the national news media using a clip from our show, taking it out of context, to paint this man as a fucking pedophile or an apologist for pedophiles. Me either. Especially given this response. So you know what? Fuck you. Stop it. Leave him alone. This man is a victim of child sexual abuse, and he's a person who but, you but, have applauded but, but Paul, for being edgy and humorous about things but normally Paul, people don't, don't like joke about. When they don't like you anymore, it's totally fine to burn any bridge. It doesn't matter what's happening. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. This is a man that was a victim of abuse that came on our show and made an off-color joke that was worded improperly. Yeah. But he was mean to someone on Twitter, so it's okay. So fuck you people for surrounding this with Leslie Jones's hurt feelings yeah. fuck Leslie and Jones. burning cars fuck at the, fucking uh, fuck Stanford University. It's not Milo's fault. Don't Berkeley. use my content to paint somebody as a fucking pedophile, CNN. Or all the this other news outlets. This man did not... He, he spoke wrong, and 
and I don't agree with the sentiment of what he said, no. but that doesn't give you license to drag his life through the mud. Oh, like, they don't getting care. Head from a priest They're scum fucks, Paul. Um, you guys know that. I understand that a lot of, you know, 60-year-old journalists wouldn't, and would be very horrified by the tone, um, by the sort of apparently flippant tone that I was using. Yeah, but if you watch, like I said, if you watch the full context, that's how our show is. It wasn't like we want, like, hey, Miles, we're the uptight podcast, so you need to treat this like you're going in the BBC or you're going uh, yeah, to be interviewed what? by like, the New York Times. Like, this is a fucking stoner podcast. We're yeah. all flipping. Here's a free tip for you, CNN. When you, when you approach people like human beings, they say interesting things. They don't dry up and talk like robots yeah, when you, you approach them like humans. You know the reason Again. that this happened on our show... And in our interview, and not in all of your stupid, contrived news media interviews, is because we're laid back and we actually talk to people like human beings. And the reason no one wants to talk to yeah. the news media like a human being is because look at how you twist things. I would say, like... Look at how you fucking uh, turn things against people and fucking uh, don't provide the proper context. And you just think you can craft your own fucking narrative. And apparently it works because his book's canceled because of it. He can't speak at CPAC because of it. And it's a to it's it's total fucking flim flam. He's looking down the barrel of being fired because of it, it, it TJ. It's all, it, dude, it's all about deplatforming Milo. It's about taking Milo anyway. Because look, people see Milo getting a voice, and they don't like what he's saying. Well, why do you think Brett Keen always calls people pedophiles when he of like, course when, when I mean, he's out the, to for blood? You know, because it's the easy. It's, yeah. it's, it, it's 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 looked at as the easy I way. Was, like okay, instantly just you know what I saw today, Ben. I saw a fucking article that said that. Uh, there's, there's, like, towns and shit that they're not going to name streets after people anymore just in case, like, pedophilia accusations come about out about them in the future. How absurd. I didn't want him to lose his book deal, and I don't want him to lose his job, but I I, I did have a problem with some of the things he said in defense of that sort of... Sure, so did I. Uh, you know, uh, what was it, cross-generational relationships? That's, that's yeah. the way I, I think worded we all, it. I think yeah. we all kind of did, but I, I think at the same time, too, it's like, look, Milo should have a right to say that if he wants to say that. And, and, and even he has said in the and like, look, I made a the, the the word choice and stuff was very poor. I made a lot of bad decisions with the way I, I yes. communicated this. You to just people. said this. I mean, and, and you know, and, and not to fucking overly defend him here, but on the cross generational thing, I was trying to come up with a word because he was very prickly on the show, and they don't show that either about me insinuating that he was defending pedophiles, and he corrected me, and I came back with another phrase for pedophile. Uh, and I wasn't trying to say I, say, I said cross-generational relationships. But if you look at that phrase, that could be, people can be part of different generations and still both be consenting adults. Oh, yeah. So, you know, he wasn't copping to like, yes, I, I, I'm saying yes. You know, so um, it's, it's once again, know, it's a contextual subject, problem. I don't think anything should be off limits for humor, but um, I do regret some of the word choices. I have been um, uninvited from CPAC, which I'm disappointed with. Um, the statement from CPAC said um, that there was a video in which I uh, defended pedophilia. That simply isn't true. No. Um, I didn't. It was not my intention. It wasn't what the words that I, I used meant. Um, <coughs> and I know I've said this a few times, but once again, I want to stress quarter of a million people saw this video. Yep. But it just surfaced. Brand new. But, and no one, no one fucking... Go read the comments. They're from a year old. Yeah, no one walked away from this like, no, Milo like, defends Miles, pedophiles. Yeah, no, no one came to us and no. said, hey guys, uh, Milo's a pedophile. Did you know that? No one fucking said it. It's now just suddenly a year later, magically he's a pedophile or defending it. Yeah, people were more concerned with how I acted on this fucking yeah, podcast the, than him. The fucking... The, yeah, that's right. After Milo appeared on our show, the backlash was not Milo defending pedophiles. The backlash was, man, Paul's ego dropped a ball, man. People yeah. were praising Milo's performance. He was a piece yeah. of shit. Milo was great. I love Milo, but Paul sucks. How quickly the script flips. <coughs> what I did do, um, and I stand by, 
because it's perfectly true, um, is say that in many, sorry, I have really bad flu, um, is say that in many gay relationships, well, many, for many young gay men, the, the first relationship they really have, the first long relationship they have is with an older guy who perhaps takes care of them financially, takes care of them in, emotionally. Um, and very often that can be a release, it can be an escape from, um, from an abusive or a uncaring or a, or a you know, um, difficult household. And if they're having problems at home with their mom and dad, um, you know, very often kids of 17 will have relationships, for instance, of, with people of 29 years old. And that's, what's, that's what happened to me, and that's exactly the ages. I was 17 and he was 29. Uh, no, no. I'm sorry. That See, I this have part to call bullshit true. on that. Uh, you said you were 13, and I believe you described this man as a man in, his, in like, maybe his late, late 20s. Late 20s, early, early 30s. 30s. Yep. So, so got to call BS on that. And once again, it's all there. Yeah, but, I mean, like, you don't have to hide from that uh, necessarily, Milo, because, I mean, like, you're not the the man in that story. You're, you're the, the boy. boy. Yeah. There's nothing shameful about that. There's nothing shameful about, hey, an authority figure came to me when I was a kid. Yeah. And, you know, uh, use his authority inappropriately and sexually abuse me. And I'll, and I'll be honest with you. There's nothing wrong with having come to a place in your life as an adult where you look at it through the eyes of humor and you don't let it rule you. Nobody wants to shame Milo for that. The choice of words was wrong, and he said that. I don't feel that this little embellishment here was necessary. Yeah, I think this, is, this part's and, a little bit... Um, it was a relationship that ended up lasting a decade. Um, and that's where I was coming from, speaking about my own personal experiences of this stuff, um, saying that, you know, of course this stuff happens and it's disgusting and I, and, and, and I abhor it. Of course any reasonable person would. It, it's revolting. And I can only say again, you know, I find nothing but disgust, as my reporting record shows, for um, people who support and stick up. I'm sorry, but you didn't really seem to feel disgust towards the priest when you oh, were 13. No. You felt the opposite. You you stated on our show that you felt... It was like affection. Yeah, you felt affection towards the man. But once again, maybe that and, was and a maybe joke. maybe he did. Maybe it was a joke to play it up, to get over it as a coping mechanism for something very tragic that happened yeah, to him but, as a young man. And we, we there's no way we can know that. Yeah. There's no... We don't understand... Like, we, we, only we weren't there. Yeah. We weren't a fly on the wall... With 13-year-old Milo and this priest. But you know what? The difference between us and the national news media is, is we're at least willing to publicly cop to the possibility that that's so. Isn't it sad, folks, that you have to come to a fucking podcast full of fucking stoners for nuance? Yeah, stoner, yeah all 8,500 of them watching right now. Come to right the Stoner now. Idiot Podcast. I mean, come on. Thanks for watching, guys. That's, yeah, thanks Subscribe. for being here. Subscribe. Get, get yeah. fucked, CNN, if you're dishonest bullshit. You know, we scoop CNN. We not only scoop CNN on this, but also the election. Yeah. For those of you who are new. We beat them on Trump. We beat them yeah. on Milo. We, CNN, we, were, we, we were, fucking eat your lunch, bitch. Yeah, we ate their lunch. Like, we were Step in some up to cases, the plate, guys. CNN. Do you remember? We were in some cases two hours ahead of them on major calls on election night. Yeah, oh, we pathetic. were calling states before them, and you know we were what? right. CNN is a totally 100% pathetic. 100% of the time. They're a totally pathetic organization. They uh, really the national are. news media is dog shit. It's a dog and pony show. They like to drag people like Milo out in front of the spotlight when it's useful to them, and then throw them under the bus as pedophiles when they're no longer useful idiots. Fuck going there. Yeah. To Fuck be informed yourself. CNN is dog shit. Everyone already knows it. All right. I think it's probably time to move on from this, yeah. everybody. Yep. 
Uh, this is our, our initial statement. We, uh, by the way, I should tell our audience we are trying to get Milo to come back on the show and talk to us. Everyone should encourage Milo. I don't Milo know if he will dare to, to do on. that. But Let him know to watch how we talked tonight and, and, yeah. and see for himself. See where we're coming from and if he wants to come and talk to us. Because I'm willing to water under the bridge on the whole don't bring Paul's ego around shit. I'm not looking to attack Milo for this. I want to give him a voice. And our platform yeah. is open to him for that if you'd everyone like to is, do it. Everyone is deplatforming Milo. Well, we're offering him a platform here if he wants it. Thumbs up, everyone. All right. So uh, here's, here's this, a video. This yeah. fucking, Donald Trump. This is something here. Oh, God. And he, he brings are, some guy on stage. It's beautiful. Show the people, dude. They, they got to see this. All right. Gus, not nice. And I saw this man on television just now. You. I just saw him on television. Wow. He said, I love Trump. Let Trump do what he has to do. Why is he still no. doing campaign rallies when he's already elected? It's, it's I know, somebody, did somebody tell Donald he won? <laughs> like, what's with the oh, victory line? Uh, I Donald think it's pretty he obvious. Won. He's like, man, being president sucks. I'm going to go back on the campaign yeah, trail. He, he, liked, he liked trying to win people's Dude, affection. Now that he has it, he Trump, wants to do Trump that again. Trump likes making the promises, not following through with them. Well, I mean, he's tried to come through with, with some of yeah, the promises. Yeah, but that's hard. That's actually hard, as he's already learned. It's like, oh, that's actually difficult. I can't just executive order Check my it. agenda through. Come on, bring this guy up. I'm coming in. That's okay. Let him up. Let him up. I'm not worried about him. Let him I'm up. I'm only worried he's going to give me a kiss. I'm not worried about anything else. He's talking, to his, he's talking to his secret service right now. Yeah, his protection detail. They do not want... To just let some random dude on stage with the president of the United yeah. States of America. Is he walking through a metal detector on his way up there? No. Nope. Then fuck no. I mean, like, I, I, if you're the Secret Service at this point, wouldn't you just be like, uh, I'm sorry, but no. I mean, I know you're the president, but I can't just let some random doofus on the stage with I you. I guess, the, but watch what happens. So they do, though. He was one of many people. They're interviewing people in the line. And I have to say, there's a tiny group of protesters out there, and they were given as much publicity as this massive room packed with people. But they Sad. interviewed this man. Sad. Come on up. Come on up. Get him on up. Come on up. Come on up. Come on. He can do it. Guy's in good shape. Look at him. He's in good shape. Good shape. Bring him up here. Bounce a fucking court off the abs. That's so beautiful. Don't worry about him. No, no, no. Look at his fucking hair. Yeah. Jeez. I was like, no, no, no. Come on. Come on. Come on. Dude, this guy. Bring my plant. All right, there he is. Yeah. A hug. I mean, you got to admit, though, it would be pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, to get sure. a hug if you're, I mean, not even just from Trump. I mean, like. Look at this dude. Fuck, He's fuck. so happy. The president, though, is like at a rally. He's the fucking standing U.S. president. Like, like, yo. You. Come, come up on stage. Come here. I'm making your fucking Christmas dreams come true, bitch. I mean, Trump wouldn't be so, my choice of presidents to hug. But no. I guess what happened I'll take what I can get, man. Yeah. the best things. And I see him standing. And then you get here like at four in the morning. Say a couple of words to this. Yeah, what? not only is he going to bring him on stage. Oh, he's done this before. Trump is crazy. He is going to let this guy speak. Is this a plant? No, I mean, maybe. Maybe. Well, I don't think so, because they'd have probably picked someone better. <laughs> Listen to this. Slacks oh, for Trump 2020. Mr. That's great. President, thank you, sir. We the people, all movement, is the reason why all president... Of the United States is standing here in front of us. The today. United States. So you're not, the United States. The United States of America. United. Dude. Oh, he he wants it back, but he's like, nope, I'm not done. No, no, he was just lowering it for him. I oh, think. he was. During during their election, he promised all these things that he was going to do for us. 
I knew he was going to do this for us. This guy is a dope. Yeah, he is. he's a he's, he's a dope. Dope. I love Trump. Trump literally just bought a fucking Trump doofus picked on the stage. dumbest guy out of his audience and put him at the podium. Yeah, like literally what instincts. Just look at him and look at everyone that's standing behind him there, and like literally everyone in that crowd behind him looks like they'd be a better Trump choice. Trump says he's to gonna do stuff Especially for Snoop Dogg right in the middle. I, I know, I know he's gonna do stuff for us. He gonna do it. Trump is off the hizzle for shizzle. Look at him back there. Mr. Trump, a star is born. A star is born. Don't think so, Trump. Now crowd surf back to your seat. I almost tripped. Uh, Thirty seconds of fame just ended. That would have been a more. We have the best people. USA, USA, USA. Yeah. Is Hacksaw Jim Duggan coming out or what? I Secret Service was thrilled with that. <laughs> but we know our think so. people, right? We know our people. Not on those people. He knows people. We know our people here. He's a great guy. And so many others. I see some others that are being interviewed. I see him over here. I see this. I see. He just like sees everybody. I have eyes. I see. Eyes. I, see. I, see I hear. And this time I he look saw, and I see and I see and this, I look. This time he saw somebody so hard he called them out of the audience, dude. It's like, oh shit! I saw that guy. He said, uh, he said I should just the media. Should, everyone should just let me do what I need to do and get out of my way. Yeah, I like him. him the United States President of the United, the United States. States. President of United States. United States. Trump said he go do it. Fall. He doing it. He Woo. did it. He yeah, did champ. it. Uh, so next video here, we're we're gonna skip around on it a little bit because it's long. Yeah, this is Joe Rogan and Stephen Crowder arguing about weed. Weed, basically, weed. Weed, 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 which weed, we are marijuana. are fans of. We've Thumbs got, up for weed. I've got the need. These guys are the fans of it. I don't weed. imbibe in the, oh, in the devil's lettuce. Oh, you lettuce. don't partake. Oh, yes, okay. I do. I right. smoke weed. What's your day. bias? Well, my if bias, you have, like you said, I'm right wing. I'm what conservative. You, what, what, if you had to like, if you go, everyone's biased. Maybe I went too far down this road. If I could just relax one aspect of my my yeah. dialogue, what would it be? Maybe it would be my pipe smoking. Your pipe smoking. Um, I probably, you know, I probably wouldn't talk about the marijuana issue. You what? probably wouldn't talk about the marijuana issue. All right, great clip. Next. <laughs> I'm kidding. Because here's the thing: I don't care about it I one really way don't. or the other. But he doesn't care about it, but he's made several videos about it. I don't it. care. He talks about it all the time, yeah. but he doesn't My care. My issue with it is when, and we saw this in Montreal, I talked about it when people lie about it. And lie they're dishonest about, okay. with their voting constituency. Like, how so? Well, saying, you know, it's medicine for A, B, C, or D. It may be medicine for A, but not for B, C, or D. What are the B, C's, and D's? What, well, yeah, what is that? <laughs> Yeah. So basically demanding greater nuance and context from Steven Crowder. Oh, this is going to be an issue here now. Yeah, you're going to have a problem, Joe. Oops. An example. Well, you're asking me what I wouldn't talk about, and right. asking me to defend it. The, no, my point is, I don't really care about. Well, why don't you want to talk about it? Indeed, well, yeah. so, so you you come to a weed friendly podcast, which is Joe Rogan's podcast, and then say, "Oh, I don't want to talk about this. Why not? Why don't you why don't you just talk about anything, buddy?" Oh, but Stephen Crowder, we know, is so afraid of any subject. Oh, and and I, look, I've seen this entire clip, and, it, and he looks really bad at the end of it. That's the real of the issue. You said it it's specific. cancer. Uh, well, there one. has been shown. Joe it did apologize for this. Well, American ginger. Those well, all those anti-inflammatory. Yeah, Joe know, apologized. CBD. Yeah, Joe apologized. I saw that too. Joe said, "Like, oh, I'm sorry, it got so out of hand, guys. I shouldn't have been so confrontational really? and all this." I'm like, well, he does call him like a pussy in a like. A, he probably he is a pussy. Yeah. 
shown well, to have seizures. tremendous, tremendous benefits for cancer and non-psychoactive. Yeah, and certainly with seizures. I have zero yes. problem with CBD. Okay. But my Which issue is, also is cannabis. I'll have to, yeah, I feel right. the need to call people out and bullshit when they say, well, the reason it's not is because of big pharmaceutical companies. Go, well, hold on a second. There are seven patents on chemical compounds for marijuana right now. Right. The people. Steven Crowder look like he's getting a little fat. Looks like he's, he might, it, maybe, I don't I, know. you know what it is? I think it's the five o'clock shadow. It makes people look dumpy sometimes. He, he looks like he's still pretty to make fit. The most out of marijuana legalization of pharmaceutical companies. That's why they well, make. That's not true. Well, it is. If you Join us the on the fat side, you can't Steven. the same pharmaceutical company. Yeah, come you can't be fat. And the one that worked, yes, you can. They patented seven, seven, at least. I mean, I don't think the main thrust is big pharma. I think that I think what people say more is that conservative legislatures won't allow this to happen, and on the federal level, it's just like a pipe dream that we can have legalized marijuana. Speaking of weed, but, is, so, but isn't it interesting? Is someone that's, that's so pro liberty and so pro states' rights and kind of like a libertarian is, is kind of like, oh, I just don't care, but. Why, why wouldn't he advocate? Yeah, if people want to smoke pot, let them smoke pot, and that, like that's it. But he supports, for the most part, politicians that would uh, that would never allow that to happen. So in essence, he really does. He is against marijuana legalization. Yeah, strains that are GMOs. No, no. Seven active chemical compounds in pot that have been patented as drugs. They've gone through the process. Yeah, There's but you one can't that's really efficient. To the point where you can't grow pot. How would you stop someone if well, pot's sure legal? Can. If pot's legal, how would anyone? St and if they, if that's the truth, then no. that's a real problem. If pot is recognized as a medicine, right? If pot okay. is recognized, is. there is no one who would stand to gain more than pharmaceutical companies by providing it as that's medicine. That's not necessarily true. If people are allowed to maybe grow it's it not themselves. necessarily true. You see, this is different than a pill, and that's where Stephen falls down on this argument. This is a plant that grows naturally out of the ground. So if we legalize it, then we're not, we don't need a pharmaceutical company to market us weed. Let's see, go, go back yeah, to Steve. Also, uh, Joe looked really perplexed does, there, Doesn't so. Big Pharma have a lot to lose if people stop, uh, if move, move away from opioids and, other, and opiates to marijuana? That, isn't that going to affect their bottom line? Hmm. Traffic deaths. <laughs> Should we go and fuck you up with this, too? Yeah. When you have your guy looking you up feel sources. bad about the Colorado thing at all? What, what? I never said Colorado. I said states that legalize. What other ones are there? Well, you didn't bring up the source that I wrote about. I, right, well, I can. But the fact that you're still hung hold, up hold on please, it. Please, hold, please. What? I, I got the article. I've been looking at it for like the last few minutes on your website. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a couple statements that are really bad just off the just off the gate like this right here. If you want to get high, you're a moron. Hmm. And, well, and getting is, high will make you joke. more of a that's moron. Not, that, that's not a but news article. Right. Hold on, please. That's commentary. But, hold on, but fine. But, After but, but all, things like yeah. Yeah, so is what you're doing right now. They're, yeah, they're reading Crowder's article here uh, from his website. I think some woman wrote it, but it's on his website. Oh, it wouldn't exist. If, is this your article? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I think it's an article on my site. Oh, wait a minute. If you want to get high, you're, well, you're a moron? Yeah. You really think you're a moron? We're going to have moron on the show soon, by the way. I think Courtney believes that, yeah. Who's Courtney? She's she works probably for one of the best writers I think I've ever hey, heard. If, if hey, you high, if getting high makes you a moron, what does uh, staging a fight at a union rally make you? Hmm. Yeah, and lying about it. I mean, and lying go, about and going it. to court and losing in court about it, Stephen. What, what does that? that make you? Does that make I you? Then, were you smoking weed that day, Stephen? Was that why you were so dumb uh, that you thought that like would work? This, for instance, <laughs> since there's one that says it has the deadliest year of traffic fatalities since 2008. Yeah. This article doesn't say anything about marijuana. Not one one thing. Doesn't mention weed at once. It does say that it could be attributed to could lower be gas prices, people yeah. driving more. It was just as bad. It's, uh, we saw a spike, since, you know, the highest since 2008. You mean back in 2008 when weed wasn't legal there? 
What, what was the? Why was it so high in 2008? Maybe maybe some years are just higher there than others. There was a lot of weed that we that year. 2008 was like weed year. So people in the state, sure, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. It says well, motorcycle that's, that's not the only thing. Oh, hold on. Also, it said motorcycle deaths. It didn't say all traffic fatalities. Oh. This, like, is, no, 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 this is important. I'm going to defend myself here because you have someone here at the ready, and what you do is instead of bringing up information, this is. Oh, so, have, oh, oh my God! You're actually able to check sources. Oh, and, we can uh, fact as check. I, I don't like being fact check as I talk because I like to just spew bullshit, uh, Joe. <laughs> yeah, Stephen. Why would you? Have, if, if the facts are on your side, why would you have a problem with the fact checker? If I was, if I thought my facts were correct, but yeah, bring the fact checker out so you can show how right I am. This is what happens with Christopher Titus, right? You don't have information that you bring up. You have another guy look up a source that you specifically want him to find. I didn't ask him to bring that yes, up. Yes, you did. And he brought up Washington oh, Post. Oh, poor this Steven. This is what's article. Taking a no, joke had, out of context. No, he had already been talking. You didn't have a joke. The joke in there. What a fucking little crybaby, Stephen Crowder. <laughs> you have someone you can't go to saying it's like, he's fact-checking. <laughs> Why is he fact-checking oh, me? Some, oh, some, like some information doesn't agree with your information, Stephen, so it's the end of the world, so... <laughs> I'm triggered right now. And, they, guys. Pulled, and he, they pulled up your article, Steve, and they pulled up the article that you were referencing. See, this is why Joe is brilliant, because he spent that time when that guy was looking up the article, article coaxing Steven Crowder into a snafu and to contradict himself. And then here's the contradiction, and Steven's like, oh, well, you have a guy here to just contradict me. Huh? It's your own words, Steven. Go ahead and uh, maybe skip forward a little bit. It's getting a little more tense. I want to see what it, what it's like when it reaches the the boiling point. Yeah, let, wait till wait till you see him looking real pissed. Well, uh, Crowder kind of looks afraid here, and you know. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Let's we'll take try. a look. Yeah. It's about halfway through. And There's also some evidence that medical marijuana laws may you contribute obsessed. to decreasing you traffic fatalities. Dude, Steven Crowder is so afraid of having this debate because now he's saying, oh, Joe's obsessed. It's like... Because he knows his position yeah, is Yeah, because bullshit. you're wrong, Steven. So is me doing this, though. If we don't do that, this, this is what we show. always do. It's just talking about facts. Listen to this. Hold, please. You're obsessed. You're obsessed. <laughs> there are also some evidence that medical... That doesn't make any sense. There are also some evidence. That's not... That, there's, there's also. There, okay, I'm, I'm wrong. That medical marijuana laws may contribute to decreasing traffic fatalities. One study published in the Journal of Law and Economics in 2013 reviewed traffic fatalities in the 19 states that had passed medical marijuana laws by 2010 and found that legalization is associated with an 8 to 11 percent decrease in traffic fatalities for the year after right. the laws took effect. The researchers from the University of Colorado, Denver. Well, in all fairness, those researchers were high off their ass huh? when they did this. And elsewhere also found the decrease is more significant for alcohol-related fatalities at 13.2%. Can I ask a question? Pretty interesting. Can I ask a question? Please Go do. ahead. Why is that study from 2010 considered completely valid to you and the study from AAA in 2014 considered completely invalid? Because AAA's got a fucking biased interest. There you go. Because there you go. They're chemtrails a, a big and ass company. People can have different opinions. Chemtrails. What? Chemtrails. Chem so you don't Joe think <coughs> questions a AAA study and then you go chemtrails? You don't think the AAA. What a false equivalence. You don't think the AAA lo lobbies comorbidly with like law enforcement and shit? You don't think they have any interest in, in this type of thing? Steven, you're so fucking disingenuous, man. Just admit you were wrong and move on. How no. hard would it be? He can't. You're basing it on. What? So your argument is this, is, this, this is, is the only valid study because AAA is biased. But this is no, a study. That's not it's a study. Are you ignoring, do you think that's right or do you think they're lying? I think lying? it could be right. I think right. it could be right. So if they're right, if that study's right, then you were wrong, right? 
Dude, Steven Crowder looks uh, like a fucking animal that's just standing deer, in the middle yep, of the road waiting for the, the truck to run him over, dude. He's like... <laughs> like a rabbit, dude. Oh, shit, this isn't going like I thought it would. If, that, well, if that study's right... Then you were wrong, right? I could be wrong. You were wrong, right? When you I were just spouting it out. So we proved that in Colorado you were wrong. You didn't and prove. And if that study is prove. true... Well... You didn't prove. The, you said, the, if that's... Here's what you do. If let's that study's not up again. Let's figure out what caused the Colorado Then you say interruption. I asked one question, and then you get a paragraph. You'd like doing this, don't you? Joe, you I like literally said I'll give it you to do. you. <laughs> you win the argument. Joe's and you fucking bring up him. another thing about pot. Well, it's because you, you don't can't really let it go. you don't really give up. You reluctantly give I up. I said I'll give it to you. You're right. Let's assume I'm okay. wrong. You're deaf. All right, let's go a little forward. I want to see Wait, three uh, quarters of the way through. Yeah, like let's see what they're doing. We're about a half now. <laughs> here we right go. Here. <laughs> yeah. Right here. I but I know there's a large number. There's a large number. This is Narcanon or one of those companies. One of those. There's, there was one oh, that was shit. unlikely it's five source. o'clock? Yeah. Well, you don't tell me you have to leave now. My flight's turn at six. This around. Well, you're going to miss your flight no matter what now. You're fucked. <laughs> fine, dude. No, I'm not going to be fine. I'm not going to make my flight back. Yeah, you're going to be fine. <laughs> I'm not going to make my flight back. He wants back. out of there. Why he is he so scared? Oh, God. Let me oh get out of here. Oh, my God. Dude, if he had an hour before a flight that he had to catch, he'd have been gone. Yeah, this he is just bullshit. wants out. He looks like a, he's like a fucking rat that just uh, is lost in the maze right now. i got to go get the flight. in America. He could be in Ethiopia right now, huddling in a fucking hut, yeah. trying to protect yourself from a some rabid animal. Yeah. That's true. Don't be scared. You got a little defensive. I thought we were friends. <laughs> Maybe we missed it. I That's why I wanted to have you on here. Listen, listen. I thought we were going to have some fun. We were having fun, and then toward the end of the conversation, you asked me what issue do you not care about. I don't really care about the pot issue, which I thought I cared about when I was 21. You said you wouldn't defend issues when you were from when you were seven seven years ago, right? All mm. of your cells have. When I was 21, I was probably a lot harsher on pot than I am today. I thought it was worse. I grew up around it. I had negative experiences. Then I realized that was anecdotal. I don't really care. Anecdotal. Yep. Dun, 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 dun. They should be able to do what they want to do. Then three, four, five follow-up questions, so we could get to a point into this debate where the show has now gone on two, three hours long, and I've missed my flight. Well, what you were trying to say was that you missed your flight, <gasps> Stephen. Why would you fucking schedule a flight right after a fucking podcast? Guys, 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 I have to tell you something. That makes no sense. You guys remember when I was here the last time? Yeah. I missed my flight. You remember I told you that? <gasps> I'm still not over it, guys. Yeah. No, I got home, Steven. Oh, oh, poor Steven. You know what, Steven? Like, there's not another flight. And if there is, went on too long. You'll have to miss my flight. You'll have to fucking get a hotel in Who LA. the fuck? I'm sorry. Who the fuck <laughs> schedules a flight for right after it's they bullshit. do a fucking show? If he there did, is he's no an fucking, idiot. There's no fucking flight. He's full of shit. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be on oh, uh, Joe oh, Rogan at this time, but I'm gonna schedule a flight for dude, you know three he, hours. Even later. if it's true, he's an idiot. Then he's I, a fucking moron yeah. to do that. What 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 Crowder's he saying is smoking weed. Is oh shit, I look like an idiot and I'm losing hard. I I, I need to, I need out of here, Joe. That's what he's saying. All he right, has no flight. So we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a few. Just Don't one go anywhere, second. motherfuckers. It'll be very brief.
You know, TJ recently came to you guys and asked you guys for a little bit of help, uh, some suggestions on how to make our podcast better. And here's another way that you guys could really genuinely help us out. You see, we love having great advertisers support our show, but in order to continue doing that, we need to ask you guys for help again. So please go to podsurvey.com forward slash peasants and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you guys just a little bit better. Yeah, because it's so important that we can show advertisers uh, just how great our viewers and listeners are. So uh, even if you've taken our uh, podcast listener survey before, uh, the current one is new and it's different. And so I'd really love for you all to go take it over again. And once you've completed the survey, you're entered uh, to win a $100 Amazon gift card. So again, that is podsurvey.com forward slash peasants that's podsurvey.com forward slash p-e-a-s-a-n-t-s and thank you guys so much for your help thank you guys i'm stuffed ben and i just cooked a delicious blue apron meal we had cashew chicken stir fry with tango mandarins and jasmine rice look not all ingredients are created equal fresh high quality ingredients make a real difference so it's important to know where your food comes from Thankfully, for less than $10 per person per meal, Blue Apron delivers easy-to-follow recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients courtesy of over 150 local farms, ranches, and fisheries across the United States right to your door. And because Blue Apron ships the exact amount of each ingredient required for a recipe, there's no food waste. Ben and I cooked that meal, and it was super simple. Everything's pre-portioned. Some of the upcoming meals that you can get are udon noodle soup with miso and soft-boiled eggs, roasted pork with apple, walnut, and farro salad, and crispy barramundi with quinoa and roasted carrot salad. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash peasants. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredibly home, incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash peasants. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. And we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Thanks for sticking around during the ads. The Drunken Peasant Podcast back. Just hands. Yay. Yeah, so we're going to take a moment to talk about our shirts uh, we're about to solve the problem uh, where the black, large, and medium shirts are not available. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's kind of... Stay tuned for that. Slowed things down. We'll show you a few of the shirts' designs. Here's the Demon Neb shirt. Okay, 69 sold. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. 69 sold. It's similar to my tattoo designs. Yeah, which it's is cool, pretty cool, dude. And if you look at the... Can you bring the Demon Neb real quick again? Sure, sure. If you look at the snakes, they're us, dude. There's a snake in Aviators, there's a TJ snake, and there's a Scotty snake, dude. The snakes coming out of Demon Neb are the rest of us. Wow, dude. We that are but speaks snakes. to me on so, so many fucking levels. Let's take a look levels. at the TJ shirt just for... Uh, oh, like, shit. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Let's take a look. 35. 35. Wait a minute. Is that 300... Is that zero zero? <laughs> no, it's, it's just 35. thirty-five. Okay, well that's doing okay, and it's a good design too. Yeah, good good design, Man. TJ. Shut up, guys. <laughs> Let's look at the Scotty shirt. Seventy. Wow, seventy. 70. Respectable. 70 good, good stuff, Scotty. Scotty is a god. Proud of you, man. Let's that's check out Paul. Shirt. Let's check out Paul. 
115. 115. Oh, wow. The good news is guys is if you order a shirt it's going to ship to you no matter which one it is even if it's TJ's. even if, even if the TJ even if it's the undesirable See, TJ we've shirt we've reached our minimum so don't be afraid to order one yep. uh, if we don't have one in your size see here's the problem we're running into I'll demonstrate it for everybody here I uh, want them large or medium yeah you can't select medium or large is it only black yep. yeah it's only black if you want to get a different color and a lot of these yeah. do look really good in other but, colors yeah you know, we did pick some cool colors a lot of people but want the black shirt of course black. the black Black is the one that most people want, and unfortunately, we don't have the most two common sizes of the most desirable colors. Charcoal color is pretty. Cool. Yeah, it's neat. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of cool colors. So those those of you that are cool with adding a splash of color, but the black ones, we're on our way. We're working on it. We'll get another campaign launched and let you guys know where to find those. Yep, we're gonna have to do that. Thanks for uh, bearing with us through that. Just some crazy crap with uh, t-shirts. Oh, and by the way, everyone, please go fill out the survey down in the link. Thank uh, you. It w it's, it'd be tremendously helpful for anyone yeah. watching to please. It helps uh, keep the show free. And we read that stuff, too. So it's a good way to get a message to us. Yeah. It's a good way to let us know what you think about the show because we're we're not it's not the the market research is not just for the advertisers we are privy to it as well so if you have things you want to say about the show and uh, you know put it in a quantifiable format so we can take a look and see what our audience wants uh, that's very useful to us so please take a moment fill out the survey and you could win a gift card yep hundred dollar Amazon gift card sweet all right moving on to the next segment. Seven. Best episode ever. I've seen a lot of episodes. I know episodes. 307, oh. the best episode. Such a lie. Oh, yeah, so beautiful. What is that animal back there? Some kind of walrus. Hmm. Um, I don't know. A seal? Is it a seal? It looked kind of weird for a seal. Like a fat uh, seal. Maybe. Fat seal? Yeah, fat yeah. seal. I never understood that part of the intro. But By the way, everyone who's watching, if you're new, please subscribe. Hit We've gotten button. a ton of new subscribers. Yay. Join the DP revolution. Come Join the revolution. Yeah, the get, DP revolution. Come, come get some real news with some fat stoners from Seattle. Come, come watch us uh, scoop CNN, even though we're four dim-witted stoners that just yeah. do this for fun. Or go get lied to. Yeah. Or oh, go get lied to by the mainstream oh, media. Okay, this guy... I mean, like, you don't normally throw racist around. Like, you, you know, you don't right. want to throw that around. Yeah, you know. But this but guy, this guy is a fucking racist. Yeah. Yes. Listen to his statements. You got your horseshit boots on. I see you're walking in it. Yeah, I do work. What do you do? I do work. Protect community. Protect humanity. Yeah. Take my tax dollars, too. Take your tax dollars. How do they take your tax dollars? Yeah, what are they doing to take your tax Pretty dollars? Pretty sure the government does that. Yeah, this guy shows up every month and takes half his paycheck and goes and buys booze with it. Excuse me, I'm uh, here to take some of your tax dollars. And, to feed uh, my <laughs> illegitimate kids and That's my what I do. crack habit. So, you know, done something with your life. Have you, have you ha had any kind of a job? Oh, yeah, that old guy's never had a job. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like this, this chimp right here. Chimp? What? What'd you say? Yeah, chimp. Fucking fucking nigger right here Whoa, with the hard R. So looks wow. like looks like we got ourselves a racist. Man, sometimes when you use that word and you use that hard R at the end of it, sometimes people punch you in the face, bro. I don't know if you've heard. He ain't afraid. He ain't afraid. He's milking my my fucking tax dollars. Milking my fucking tax dollars. I'll see you a fuck what you have to say. Oh really? Well, that's a lazy fucker. I'm stupid. I actually want people to have a fucking job. 
You let you uh, go ahead and sit on your fucking chair. Be a lazy fucking no nothing. What are you? I'm sorry. Are you doing your job right now? Is that what you're doing? What is your, your job? Is your job to go harass people that are just like standing around? Yeah, that's all I shit. My, my job is to harangue people. I'm a hardworking American man. I work a lot. And when I'm done working, I spend my time calling black people niggers. And All then right? I go around and I just uh, assume shit about people's lives. Yeah. I tell an old man that looks like he's worked at a factory his whole life that's at an anti-fracking protest. Have you ever had a job? You ever had a fucking a job, job in your life, buddy? You got a job? Oh, you ain't taking it out of here. Get this, you know, I know all my tax dollars going to this fucking moon cricket with the camera. Oh, really? The gorilla oh, noises, God. too? Yeah, you ain't getting a fucking job with the mop, mop on your head. How about you cut that off? Oh, God, dude. Really his, sad. His wife is pissed at him. That's not, I don't think that's his wife. Is that his wife? Oh, yeah. I don't think so. Oh, no, no. no, that's his wife. She's telling him we need to leave now. She whispered it to him earlier. Oh, okay. Damn lazy fucking hippies. I think she said you, you need to leave no, now. No, she said we. Want to stay here all night? I mean, do you, I don't do you think shrugged so. at her. I'm, I don't want to work. I've been working since five you this morning. Here? No, not here. Okay. If you've been working since five, five, five this morning, why don't you go home and get a beer? I'm right. bored. I, I still have plenty of energy. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Why don't you go work second shift? Not to do. Got rained out for the. Day. What is this? Nothing to do. I just be like, get the fuck out of here. I got yeah. nothing to do but walk around shit. and call people niggers and talk about how make ape noises of black people. Nothing to do. I ain't got nothing to do. Find something to do. When I ain't, yeah. when I ain't hard else. at work, I just go harangue yeah, people. This for ain't no working reason. out for you, buddy. Play Call of Duty. Hey, yeah. You fuck I'm being a racist I, asshole I, 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 is not what you need to do. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's what all the other racist fucking pedantic idiots they don't, they don't tend to do. Play Call of Duty with your time. What, 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 what are you trying to do, anyhow? Like... What are you protecting it from? By the way, everyone's saying Paul is wrong and that is not his wife. Okay, well, my bad. Jobs? Do you think that like we're actually gonna have like an interesting conversation? Because I don't think that you're I don't think we're gonna be able to have an interesting conversation with you. So like if you just wanna like yell things at us, then do it. Like but we're probably not gonna have like uh like learn too much from each other. I ain't nothing to learn from you fucking idiots. Okay. That's, no, you're, you're, you're the great wise Socrates, though, yeah. Mr. Nigger and, and, yeah. and Gorilla Noise Boy. I got nothing to learn from yeah. you, boy. Yeah. Come, huh. come and Meanwhile, the masses. I'm spouting wisdom from the top of my intellectual ivory yeah. tower. So, so this guy comes out to me with these protesters, and, and the guy's kind of like, well, I don't think we're going to learn anything. You're just yelling at us. I don't need, I, I have nothing to learn from you. It's like, maybe you do, you closed-minded fuck. Isn't that what he just said, This though? is what I'm talking about, some what dipshit. closed-minded fuck. I don't fuck. think you can learn anything from anything, because you're obviously a moron. These people are out protesting an issue where there's a lot of ins and outs and a lot of different opinions, and this guy doesn't have a single thing to say about what they're protesting. He just makes ape noises at a black person. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for your contribution. Bunch of fucking hippies. You're amazing. You ever seen Free such a towering fucking intellect? My mom taught me to go to work and value hard work, not fucking protesting. Being a fucking lazy bum. Just because you protest, it means you don't work? <laughs> I, I don't I don't get it. I don't understand this parallel of like, man, if you protest things, You're a bum. obviously you don't work. Like, what are you doing, dude? You're out there protesting them right now. What a great response. Did he just make a fucking raspberry? He did. Wow. Well, dipshit. Move over, Christopher Hitchens. There's a new, new fucking sheriff in town. Get out of here. Monkeys. Tenth one I've seen in my life too. A tenth. All of them. He's the tenth black person he's seen in his life. Monkey, I seen all looking like. You must be a sheltered man. Well, they're probably out in the middle of fucking nowhere. It looked to be. Yeah. 
What does that have to do with fracking, dipshit? Yeah, just keep, I, I, you know what, dude? I gotta be honest with you. Kudos to this black dude shooting this for just keeping the camera trained on him and let him and fucking giving him enough rope to hang himself yeah. with. No bad pun he's intended. He's definitely done that, dude. He's buried himself with this. Yeah, this is how you deal with it, guys. Don't go haul off and hit him because then he gets to be the victim. Now look at him, looking for an exit. How do I do this and save face? I don't. I just walk away like a fucking dejected loser. Fuck you, racist piece of shit. Bye-bye. Yeah. Get in your shit kicker truck and go back to your job. Go get back to the mirror. I'm a fucking idiot. my job. I'm gonna go do my job because I'm a burning work. You got man. dealt with exactly how your kind should be dealt with. <laughs> Now get what? back in your car, you sad fuck. What was that? What was the point of that? Like, what? <laughs> Did he think people were going to join him? Yeah, like everyone's going to be like, you know what? He makes a valid point. You're like the 10th one I've ever yeah, seen in my life. Seen. That's a great question. How did he see this wrapping up? With a, with a round of applause? Did he set uh, himself up to walk away one dejected? One person stands up. Like, slow clap. Yeah. And then everybody just... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that how it went out in your head? Nope. This is how this ends. Racist. I can't. I oh, tried to go talk you know some sense into them by making monkey noises, Dude, calling guy, people nigger and questioning whether people work. This guy's probably seen these people out here with his buddies. Be like, I'm going to go tell them. Give him what for. Go I'm tell them tell the truth. Hey, dumb fucking, fucking hippies. What you damn. You you care about political issues? Well, you stupid. You stupid. Get I the got a damn job. I ain't no lazy son of All a right. bitch. What concerns himself? with wow. geopolitics. Here's that uh, Why Are You Closed video. <laughs> why are you closed? Tell us why you're closed! Tell us why you're closed! Why? Why? Why are you closed? <laughs> why? 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 Looks like there's people inside. I know. Yeah. There's people in there probably going like, oh my god. I want to go shopping in the Eaton Center. Why are you locked? Why are of course, this is in uh, Toronto, Canada. Yeah, the Eden Center. Why are you locking your doors to the public? <laughs> what a fuck. Look at this lady. She's just like, what the fuck? We deserve a says tell us the reason tell us the reason as why? if, as if there's a, us as if he's the leader of a big mob of people <laughs> just trying to let us in yeah this isn't black. let us into this the, guy's got the same problem as the racist from the last video he thought he got a crew with him tell us the reason well this isn't black tell friday no one wants to get in here it's why are you putting people why don't you read the fucking hours dude <laughs> Yeah, they're right there maybe next it's closed. to him. I mean, I'm, assu I'm assuming that maybe the, the, it's not something happened to be in the mall, and they had to close this entrance or something. Why? Yeah. Why? Why? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that? Somebody agrees. Somebody Why wants in. Some kid trolling. Ah, <laughs> oh, great! Oh, that's great! Oh, yeah. Let me in, please. Let I me love. In. This is just such a perfect mockery. I know. <laughs> Who gave you the right? Oh, please, Eaton Center. I love you, Eaton Center. Who gave you the right? Oh, on what price do you exclude the population? On what price do you exclude the population? How dare you do this to us? This kid. We are the Toronto <laughs> public. We want to stop. We want to get into the Eaton Center. It is a public place. It They're like, yeah, let's go. All right, enough mocking this what retard. What the fuck is wrong? He flips out, he flips out on the cameraman at the end of why? this, if I remember. Why? Tell us why. <laughs> Tell us why. 
<laughs> what is wrong with him? Something, clearly. Wow. Hold up, he's not done. Doesn't anyone else care? No. 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 Clearly not. No one else cares. Go home. This is not it's the French Revolution. It's just a spectacle to you. Yes. It's just funny. Yes. <laughs> Let the police cut off my balls. I don't mind because... <laughs> the Let police? The Let the police cut off my balls. I don't mind. What the fuck is going is on? The, oh, wait a minute. Because that's totally there. the equivalent, Is the right? Toronto Eaton Center closed because the police cut off a guy's balls inside? It's the cops and they're always right. Right? What does this have you to do with the cops? Mm. You don't give a shit, do you? Not really. Not really. Then why don't you go fuck off with your camera and stop? Stop film. I'm saying I'm not giving you permission to film me. All right? You're in a you public place. Yeah, you're in a public place. Huh? But you're in a public. No, place. no, it's closed. It's no, closed. This is actually a privately held. Uh, oh, really? Company. You're going to explain it to me? Well, tell me why they're closed. I don't know. Cadillac Fairview doesn't want you in. Oh, Cadillac Fairview doesn't want me in. Kids <laughs> trolling too. Well, apparently. Uh, yep. That's why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want you in either, you Are psycho. You are you nuts, motherfucker? Listen to yourself talk! Does no one care? Is there no man that will stand up against the Toronto Eaton Center, excluding the tyranny. public during business hours? Paul, it's tyranny, dude. It's like, it's like Aragorn's speech at the end of fucking Return of the King. Yeah, that's or it. William Today, Wallace. the Eaton Center filled me with a fear that would eat the heart of me. All men must stand together today and fight. Do you want to shop? We will shop. So, next video here. I don't even know. I don't even know how to set it up. This guy. Uh, uh, all right, here he is. Good afternoon, YouTubers. <laughs> do not try this at home. I repeat, do not try this at home. Being you. <laughs> No, thank you. I all, won't. All I had to do is look at your face to know I don't want to try whatever you're doing. Agreed. Um, I grow Carolina Reapers. Last year I had a good bumper crop. I ground them all down after I dried them into this great big bag. Well, I used to be like up to here, but um, I ground all of them down to pretty good powder. There's some big all flakes right. in it, so I decided to. Uh, Filter some out so I got little fine little pieces of powder. This right. right here, probably just a little bit more than that amount. Three weeks ago, was put into this bottle of VG. It's a chocolatino. In the morning, I like to have my chocolate grape with a little bit of Carolina Reaper brewed in the coffee itself. I have one of the reusable curings. So that's my. Morning coffee every morning. Your morning coffee every morning has <sighs> yeah. I think it's some kind of a bit redundant Reaper pepper or something. Yeah, so in it. it's it's a pepper. So he He's puts growing. peppers. So what what are we not supposed to try at home? Yeah, he's gonna. Is he gonna so vape it, it? It looks like he's vaping something. So right, I've got my stuff down pretty good when I'm growing, and. My I've had people tell me my jalapenos years before were the hottest jalapenos they've had. So, Cool. All right. Okay, okay. hit that bubblicious grape. Oh. oh, dude, he's pepper spraying himself. Oh, God. He put pepper in it. Yep. <sighs> he's yeah. going to vape pepper? Yep. That's yeah. not good. Okay. He's going to vape. That'll hurt your lungs, Crushed dude. Crushed peppers, dude. As an added 
bonus because oh. I had to wait another day. Uh-huh. As an added bonus, it's going to be a triple feature. A okay. triple feature? What else are you going to do? Try this at home. Okay. You're going to vape? All right. Yeah. Pepper vape spray, basically. First. I got two more surprises for you. I can't wait. Uh -huh. All right. Okay, so I so don't even want you it. to vape this. Uh, yeah. Don't do it, So buddy. whatever the Here surprises are, just ancillary Here at this goes. point. All right, Triple everybody, threat. get ready. This hurts. He's taking a big longer. <laughs> yeah, that went in his lungs. Oh. Peppers. Oh. What the fuck, dude? Oh. Peppers in his lungs. Why is he, dude? He framed this so badly. Well, I mean, you know, not, not, not that I expected much oh, from a guy who's vaping I, peppers, but when I see a guy that looks as healthy and well built oh, as this guy, it's God, weird to see him suit doing something fire. so dangerous. Yeah, you know, because he looks so responsible. He does. He looks like a guy that's made a lot of healthy choices in his life. Oh Jesus! <coughs> yeah, that hurts. Okay. So, okay, so what's the he's next gonna snort it. He's, he's going to snort, snort it. Straw. He's got the straw. He's ready to snort it. He's doing a bump of Carolina Reaper. <laughs> you dumb oh, fuck. Why? <laughs> why? Okay, what's the third? He's snorted. Oh, a little bit left. There's a little bit left. Oh, clean your plate. Yeah, you got to make sure to get it all. Yeah, get it up. Oh, he's putting it in his eyes. Oh, why? What is your problem, you fucking... <laughs> Revolting he looks now too. It's like his face is all squunched together and he's shoving fucking pepper in his mouth and his lungs and his fucking eyes. God, I'm feeling sympathy pains here. Ugh. Yeah, put some, put, some, put some of that Reaper powder down your pee hole. Yeah, Make it a dude. quadruple threat. Why don't you just like stick a whole fucking ghost pepper up your asshole? Yeah, <laughs> just let it marinate up there just, for yeah. a week. Let it burn. Oh my god. <laughs> what? What an idiot! Yeah, you snorted a Carolina <laughs> oh, Reaper. He's throwing up. Uh, oh damn! That noise he made was great. Can we rewind it one second and hear that yeah. one more time? What is this shit? Hold on. What's happening? I don't know. We have some weird. Our show is just showing the YouTube logo. What? I have no idea. Did Um, all been, right. I think we, I think we had a connection uh, hiccup or something. But we I don't know back. what happened. I don't know what just happened there. But probably just a connection issue or something. Anyway, no sound. Oh, no sound. There was no sound. Someone's saying no sound right now. Whatever. Saying there's, no sound for earlier. Whatever. There's sound. Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh my fucking. Oh. Uh, oh, what did you expect? <laughs>
Did I see people Man. do this and I see them suffer so badly? And it's like, what the fuck do you think was gonna happen? It's like, I'm gonna pepper spray myself, and it's like, ah, I'm in such agony. It's, it's like, even what? worse. He inhaled it like with pepper spray. It just gets in I your know, mucus member. He inhaled dude. it into his fucking lungs. This guy is a fucking idiot, man. Reaper, vape. Uh, how, how? What? What? What on the Scoville scale are these uh, Reaper peppers? They're high. Let me look. Carolina Reaper Reapers for. I used to watch these videos where people would take the Reaper challenge for a while. I don't know if it's still true, but for a, a while, uh, Carolina Reapers were the hottest pepper in the world. And then I think they were uh, supplanted by the Maruga Scorpion, the Trinidad Maruga Scorpion. I think is the hottest pepper in the world right now, unless they've ah. updated it. Ah. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! It's like ten thousand Scoville units they're, or some shit. They're two point two million. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I don't know the Scoville shit. That yeah, super high shit, dude. Took, uh, that's right. To put it in context, what like a jalapeno's got like a hundred thousand to two hundred thousand Scovilles. That's what it says uh, on Wikipedia. In two thousand thirteen, Guinness dubbed it the hottest chili in the world, surpassing the previous record holder, the Trinidad Scorpion. Oh, okay. So it is the hottest then, Carolina yeah. Reaper. This is 2.2 million Scovels. That's fucking insane. So that's why he looks like he just got out of the yeah. fucking gas chamber. If, no, uh, if, yeah. no, if anybody in here has uh, never then, eaten a pepper of that fucking magnitude, it is, it's like death. The pain is horrifying. And he put it in his fucking eye. And his lungs. And he snorted it up his nose and then he inhaled it. I, okay. Okay, it's been about... <laughs> Twenty minutes. <coughs> As you can see, there's snow up here. <laughs> oh my God! Like twenty minutes later, snow. he's still suffering. Oh, he's gonna be suffering for hours. Oh dude. yeah, put that shit in your fucking eyeball. Are you stupid? Free right. reviews. Um, here's a video that makes the claim that Bruce Lee more than likely had supernatural abilities. What? Yep. Hey guys, what's up? It's Mikey Chen. Even though he's been gone for 43 years, Bruce Lee is still a household name. Most of us remember him because of his iconic movies where he was basically unbeatable. But unlike some other martial art movie stars, <coughs> Van Damme, Bruce was actually a better fighter in real life than what he portrayed. Wait, 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 what? What he portrayed in his movies? In the movies. Yeah. What? So, uh, all the stuff you like, all the stuff you saw uh, in of uh, Bruce Lee in the movies, he was actually even a better fighter than that. that. That's absurd. No, no, Scotty. Yeah. So in movies where he kicks the shit out of like fifty people, no, in his real life, he actually would. He would in actually real life, that. in real life, uh, you know, he would do. He would if there was like a fifth, a fifty man army coming towards him. You know, in a movie that might take him like six or seven minutes to take care of, but in real life. One punch, entire army's down. If you're a Bruce Lee fan, you've probably heard- And by the way, guys, I see that the YouTube screen keeps coming up. I have no idea why that's happening. YouTube must be trying to shut us up. Who fucking knows? Uh, I'm not but we're just going to keep going and uh, hopefully that shit stops. Heard bits and pieces about his crazy training routine, which is like P90X times a thousand. It's P9000X. I mean, this guy was basically the real life version of One Punch Man. And there's a couple of reasons I wanted to do this video. One, Bruce Lee's awesome. And two, he was able to accomplish physical feats that many would consider. 
three clickbait. Impossible. So here are some Impossible of the results feats. of Bruce Lee's intense training, yeah, not, which may have. Li- if Bruce Lee can do them, then they were possible for a human to do. No, because Bruce Lee is superhuman. Yeah. Based on that's the whole it, premise based of this on, video. Based on what evidence? So let's hear the right. evidence you're about to Super hear, Scotty. All right. All right. Did Bruce Lee have superpowers? Number one, go his no. punches were essentially unblockable. This was basically what? Bruce Lee's version of what. That sounds like total nonsense. I've seen videos of people what, He's with, not, uh, fighting and they've blocked his punches. He's so. not a Dragon Ball Z character. He can't do yeah. the blurry punch, multi million punch thing. They were not unblockable punches. Un- unblockable, Paul. Punch. He could throw a punch so hard and so fast, basically no one would be able to stop it, even though they know it's coming. And it wasn't like he was throwing these punches at regular people or even a somewhat trained martial artist. In a now mythic 1967 demonstration, Bruce Lee threw eight. I agree that it's mythic. Eight punches at tenth <laughs> like degree Zeus black and Dionysus. belt. Like Moore, who failed to block. Yeah. All eight of them, even though he knew they were coming. That's just insane. I mean, can you imagine going up to a well-trained fighter and just telling them, Hey, I'm going to take my right hand here and punch you in the face. And there's nothing he could do to stop it. That's literally like, hey, little baby, let me just go ahead and take that candy from you. So basically he's saying that... Bruce Lee. Yeah, one guy didn't Compa- block some punches, so but, that proves he's supernatural. Uh, uh, a top-tier fighter, mm-hmm. a top-tier human fighter, is like a fucking small baby compared to Bruce Lee and his power. Because Bruce Lee worked on being quick and was a very quick fighter. Yeah. yeah. He was too fast for cameras. Some of you may have heard about the fact that Bruce uh, Lee These were extremely old cameras, for one thing. Fish. Yeah, these were much older cameras. I'm sure now, if we had modern cameras, we could capture him in any fan. I mean, look, they have cameras that can capture movement way faster. Yeah. I mean, look at that yeah. camera. Yeah. They can capture bullets now. It looks like a goddamn nightmare. Oh, yeah. Look at it. Well, yeah, this is the 1960s here. Yeah, what is this, like a 35 yeah. millimeter, 70 did, millimeter how did, camera? How did they do lighting back then? Didn't they have to have flash powder in a pan and light it on fire? <laughs> Cameras of the time to film. <laughs> so what you may not have known is that Bruce Lee had to be slowed down twice. Basically, Bruce Lee had to slow himself down before the camera even started rolling because when he punched as fast as he could, cameras wasn't able to detect his movements at all. But Word. then... It just looked like he was standing still. Yep. It's amazing. By the, the way, great fight scene, Chuck Norris versus Bruce Lee. So that Bruce is a great Lee fight scene. Like yeah. He had magical powers. In fact, early footage of Lee in the Green Hornet had to be refilmed because when it was later played back, his movements were so fast that it looked like a fight from a Superman movie where his opponents just fell over and Lee never appeared to move at all. For example, oh, take a look God. at this. This is yeah, Bruce sure. Lee demonstrating okay. a punch, and here's the guy reacting to that punch. That was. It's an old man. Yeah. Here's uh, here's Bruce Lee throwing a quick punch at an old man's yeah. face. <laughs> notice how quick, notice how slow the old man reacts. It's like, yeah, because he's an old dude. We, we all know 85-year-old men known for their quick cat-like reflexes. By the way, I saw that punch. So, yeah, mm-hmm. so did I. I mean, I it was blurry, but... What this guy didn't know was that by the time he actually reacted to the punch, Bruce had already gone home, took a nap, did his laundry, and came back. Number three, yeah. he was way too strong for regular heavy bags. A typical heavy bag weighs 100 to maybe 150 pounds, but Bruce Lee had to use a heavy bag that was 300 pounds. Okay, that just means he was extremely strong and fit. Which makes I mean, sense. And he did a lot of bag work. You know what? You know who else uses heavier bags? Prize fighters. Oh yeah, it was filled with metal. And even then, his kicks would send the 300-pound bag flying so high it would hit the ceiling with force. Now Bruce Lee did. Okay, so 
it would hit the ceiling of force, yet a dude can stand on the other side of it and, like, hold it in place. Okay. So the 300-pound bag would just fly up and hit the ceiling, but a guy on the other side of it holding it in place would, would keep it. Well, what, evidence okay. did, yeah. what evidence does he have that that actually took place, though? He's, he said it. He said it. He said it. He showed oh, a picture okay. of him Show kicking off. the bag, Scotty. He literally could not use a regular heavy bag because... You see it hitting the ceiling there, Scotty? Yeah, man. You saw no. it hit the ceiling? I saw it. It, 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 it was too fast. If you brought a regular heavy bag before Bruce Lee... Uh, yeah, also, I saw his punches there, strangely. No. Which is I, weird because he wasn't filming a movie... It looked like he was standing still to me. All you would see is a puddle of heavy bag pee on the ground. Now, if you don't believe me, check out this story told by actor James Colburn. He said, Bruce and I were training out on my patio one day. We were using this giant bag for sidekicks. I guess it weighed about 150 pounds. Shouldn't Bruce it weigh 300? You said he had to weigh, use three, uh, whatever. Bruce looked at it and just went bang. It shot up out into the lawn about 15 feet in the air. It then busted in the middle. It was filled with little bits and pieces of rag. We were picking up bits of rag for months. These friends. So this story is: there's a 150 pound speed fucking, bag or a, yeah. a heavy bag. Yeah, a heavy bag. Lee fucking punches it or kicks, kicks it. it. Kicks, kicks it. it. Kicks it. It flies 15 feet in the air and then explodes. breaks in two and just explodes little bits of rag all over the lawn. Yeah, I'm not buying it. And okay. martial artist Wally J also told this story. I last saw Bruce after he moved from Culver City to Bel Air. He had a big heavy bag hanging out on his patio. It weighed 300 pounds. I could hardly okay. move it at all. Bruce said to me, hey Wally, watch this. He jumped back and kicked it and this monster of a heavy bag went up to the ceiling, thump, and came back down. Yeah, wouldn't that fucking, wouldn't know, that just destroy the, the ceiling? You know what too, like, yeah, let's say TJ, you had known someone like Bruce Lee or someone who was really famous. Are you gonna, are the stories you tell about him gonna be just like, he kicked, he kicked the heavy bag. And I've never yeah. heard of anyone using hyperbole yeah. to yeah. stories. TJ Have raised you, it, Paul? No. And you a raised a good mine. point, dude. I weigh, uh, yeah. I weigh around 300 pounds. If I rocket it up into a ceiling and hit it full force, do you think it might fucking destroy the fucking ceiling? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that it. ceiling would be obliterated. Unless it was designed for like high, high impacts, Paul. Like this ceiling here, you would destroy the ceiling. No oh, problem. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what kind of ceiling it was, but... Had. Number four, catching rice with chopsticks. You guys all remember this iconic scene in The Karate Kid where daniel Sun catches a fly with chopsticks? Well, let me ask you this. Is it harder to catch a fly in the air with chopsticks or rice? It's kind fly. of hard to decide. I mean, a fly moves around, but then rice is just tiny. You know? And a fly is huge. A Not fly really. Is no, a fly around. is about the same size. It moves around and is trying to actively yeah. dodge a you. A fly what are you is actively about? evading you. God, this I'm guy is an idiot. So I have in my palm a few grains of rice. Oh my god, no, yeah. this is not proof. This is not proof. Yeah. Chopsticks. Yeah. Because you suck at it. Okay. Oh my he was god. superhuman. This guy. Oh, is he Almost. dumb? Oh, 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 oh. Okay, you know what? He doesn't even have good chopstick control. Dude. You know what, guys? I'm a superhuman too. TJ, oh yeah, that's TJ right. knows this. There's something that I can do that nobody else can do. No one else on planet Earth. Oh shit! I've never and met a person. You in the audience can feel free to try along. As you want to try it. along? All you right. want me to do it real quick? Do, do it. it. Here we go. Show All us right. your superpower. So put your hands up. Put your hands up like this, like you're gonna box in the 20s. Right. Okay, everybody, follow along. It's hard with this mic stand, but I'm gonna try and make this work. So put your hands up, and then put the thumb out on one hand and the pinky out on the other hand and then switch them 
and then switch them, switch them, switch them, switch them, back, forth, back, forth, back, forth, back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. I can do that, and nobody else can do it. So I'm a superhuman. Damn, dude, that's, that is hard to do. You literally need level 99 chopstick skills, which I do not have. Anyway, it was reported that as part of his training to increase his reflexes, Bruce Lee would actually throw rice into the air and catch it on the way down with chopsticks. You know, when I read about this, the first scenario that popped into my mind was uh, I saw a wedding and then the bride and groom were about to head out from the church and there stands Bruce Lee with a pair of chopsticks waiting for people to throw the rice. Number five, focusing <laughs> on metal uh, What bones. an outrageous. Have wow. you guys ever seen any Kung Fu movie? All right. You've seen this wooden dummy this that thing. martial artists would use to hone their skills. Sparring but dummy. Bruce Lee needed one that was not only made out of wood, but also reinforced with, yeah, car parts because, well, he would just destroy the wooden one. According to Herb Jackson, who was a close friend of Bruce Lee's and helped him build a lot of his training equipment. The biggest problem in designing equipment for Bruce was that he'd go through it so damn fast. I had to reinforce his wooden dummy with automobile parts so he could train on it without breaking it. I had started to build him a mobile dummy that could actually attack and retreat to better simulate live combat. So yeah, Bruce Lee was basically it's almost as if he was a professional martial artist. Yeah. Wow. With an incredibly honed body. Number six, the one-inch punch. All right, this no is my favorite. No martial arts is more impressive than Bruce Lee's famous strike, no the one-inch punch. From a single inch away, Lee was able to muster an explosive... All right, I want everyone to look at that chair behind this guy, because this is... Bruce Lee would do his little trick where he does the one-inch punch. He mm -hmm. knocks you on your ass from one inch away, which is impressive. It is. But listen to what this guy is about to say about it. The blow that could knock fully grown adult males clean off the ground. And if you're wondering what it's like to be hit by the one inch punch, check out this story. In 1964, Bruce Lee appeared at the Long Beach International Karate Championship and performed the one inch punch. In this video, you can see Bruce Lee applying the one inch punch to a man who fell backwards onto a chair that was placed behind him to prevent injury and then falling to the floor. This man was Bob Baker of Stockton, California, okay. who later said, I told Bruce not to do this type of demonstration again. When he punched me that last time, I had to stay home from work because the pain in my chest was unbearable. And here's what two-time Black Belt Hall of Fame and ninth degree Black Belt in Judo, Hayward Nishioka, had to say about okay. Bruce Lee's one-inch punch. Bruce had this trademark one-inch punch. He could send individuals, individuals, some of whom outweighed him by over 100 pounds flying through the air where they'd crash to the ground 15 feet. Uh. Um, okay, so 15, 15 hold on. feet. It's now, 15, 15 feet. Yeah, everything with these people is 15 feet. They yeah. threw 15 feet in the air. They threw 15 feet away. Let's think about this. This punch is so powerful that you will be flung 15 feet yeah. if it hits you. Yeah. And yet, a flimsy little chair right behind you stops will you. stop that momentum yep. yeah oh yeah okay a that's grown bullshit man flying back at an uncontrollable pace will be stopped by a flimsy wooden chair every time yeah i mean like uh, let me just say if you're a fucking man you're like 200 pounds or whatever and you're you've been hit hard enough that you're going to fly 15 feet is a fucking chair not a fix like a flimsy little like fold out chair sitting right behind you is that going to stop it no no, no. Correct. So how is that? What are you talking about? I believe the punch will knock you on your ass. Yes. I believe that. 
And he had an incredible uh, knowledge of leverage and how to leverage his body to create an incredible amount of force without much wind-up. That doesn't mean 300-pound men flew 15 feet through the air. Against the wall by that punch. I didn't think it was possible that he could generate so much power in his punch, especially when he was just laying his hand against my chest. He just twitched a bit and wham, I went flying backwards and bounced off a wall. I took him very seriously after that. You know what's crazy was that all- You know what's crazy? You. Yeah, alright, yeah. next one. <laughs> uh, here's, uh, Kurt Cobain's daughter hates Nirvana. Okay. Kurt Cobain, the singer of the popular 1990s grunge band Nirvana, who committed suicide in 1994, left behind a small child, now grown up, 22 years old, Francis Bean Cobain, worth an estimated $170 million. By the way, I picked this story exclusively to piss off Paul. Oh, thank you, TJ. He's going to get mad. Thanks to his estate and the royalties from Nirvana's music, but... That doesn't mean she's a fan. She re really interesting how Mark Dice waits until it's Kurt Cobain's. It would have been 50 if he was alive today. To this is actually kind of old. Oh, it is kind of old? Okay, well, I'll take that back then. Recently shocked music outlets saying that she, quote, doesn't really like Nirvana's music. <gasps> oh, how dare she? He was a voice of a generation. He, he was. was a musical genius. He was. The mentally enslaved morons say. What? You're a mentally, a mentally enslaved, enslaved moron, yeah. moron okay. Paul. Fair enough. Most um, of Nirvana's Mark Dice, you're a retard. Hold on. Just it's going to get better. Of mindless and incoherent rambling uh, from a heroin-addicted suicidal psycho. So well parodied by Weird Al Psycho? Uh, the mentally enslaved morons who see him as a hero uh, sing along to mindless music like the song Dumb. Showing how dumb they really are. Oh! I, I hate this motherfucker. You would just you know pwned, what, dude, Paul. Uh, he's probably making this type of video because he knows that Nirvana is pretty much universally accepted to be a really important band, and that Kurt was a, a By great the mentally lyricist. enslaved morons. Uh, the, the, so that song "Dumb" that he's making fun of here is one of the best songs Nirvana wrote. It's one yeah. of my favorites. I think I'm dumb. I think I'm dumb. So you yelling the lyrics of the song proves it's dumb. Like if you think the song is dumb, that's I think you're the song dumb. is dumb. The song maybe, is called maybe, dumb. Maybe you should sing that song to yourself a little more. Uh, I think more. I'm dumb. He will. I think yeah, you that's are too. How the song goes. Yeah, the, because there's no, time. there's no meaning behind the song. It's just what what the, the lyrics you're reading and mocking. That's that's yeah. all there is to it. Well, read the chorus and don't read any of the lyrics. I think I'm dumb twelve times. <laughs> yeah, that is the musical genius. You know, another one of his just incredibly powerful and gifted tracks is I hate myself and want to die. Uh, yet, <sighs> oh mentally God. enslaved morons think that he was murdered by the Illuminati or Courtney Love. And well, they cite such the pathetic quote evidence uh, as the suicide note looks like it was written by two different people. Unaware, uh, apparently, uh, that he injected himself with massive amounts of heroin. Which is one of the discrepancies that people have a problem with, because the amount of heroin that he had in his system, even for a junkie, as you labeled him, like Kurt, who did a massive amount of opioids, 
was enough that most people that look at his toxicology report say he shouldn't even have been conscious, much less able to write a note and pull uh, the trigger of a fucking full-size shotgun with his toe. But, Paul, don't you love how Mark Dice, who's skeptical of all these events and things, is like, oh, with this guy, nope, I totally buy this, this version of events. I totally buy what, they, they're, they're, what they're saying here. It's like, Mark, why are you so skeptical of some things but not others? Look, like, I'm not saying, look, I've never been a guy that's going to come out and say Kurt, that Kurt Cobain was murdered directly by Courtney Love. What I am saying is that if you look at the evidence and the lack thereof, it's clear that the fucking investigation was not handled properly. It was wrapped up quickly, and the Seattle Police Department has a vendetta. They don't want to have the black eye of having this very important person murdered in their city and dropping the ball, so they don't even want to look at it. And and as he was well, getting... also, I mean, at this point... So I don't know who killed Kurt Cobain. Well, yeah, it's sure. very possible that he did. But well, I think I think it warrants a look, don't you? But, but Paul, isn't there another issue at this point? I mean, if you're if you're saying they already mishandled the case, how much physical evidence is really going to be left after? Oh, they preserve. I mean, not a lot of not a, his body is obviously. Oh well, yeah, that's gone. gone. That's gone, of course. But you know what I mean? A lot of that shit was fastidiously kept. Pic- pictures, the bullet casings, all of that shit is still there. Pictures from the body yeah, as it was found. But do you think anything's gonna gonna really come to light that's gonna crack the case open in such a way that's gonna say, okay, well, this person is responsible? I'd like to know the answer to that question and CRPD doesn't higher, want to know uh, his handwriting was becoming so illegible uh that it was hard for people to make out and then he put the shotgun in his mouth and killed himself uh and this is what happens in a mentally enslaved musical culture when songs like dumb and I hate myself and want to die are seen as... Well, she must not hate the music too much because that's how she's having her lifestyle at this point. I mean, the, look, ro- the royalties from his music, so... What is Frances Bean yeah, who cares not if liking not? her dad's music or having some... Pro- look, I can guarantee you she probably has some daddy issues because outside of killing himself, which is the official story, which is whatever, I'll go with it. Sure. He was also a drug abuser. And those yeah. people don't tend to treat their children very well. So she, if she has any memories of her daddy at all, it's probably that he wasn't around a lot and that he was sick a lot. I think Paul killed Kurt. Artistic <laughs> expression Trying to frame from a musical genius. Let's contrast these two songs with uh, some of the oldies. Uh, this is great. He's gonna. Be, he's about to compare Nirvana to I can see. I can clearly see clearly now. now. This is what he thinks is a, a brilliant song. Uh, like I can see clearly now. You've all heard this song. You know it's in soundtracks for movies. Absent-minded. I can and stupid. see clearly now. The rain is gone. I can see all obstacles in my way. Gone are the dark clouds that had me blind. It's gonna be a bright, bright, sunshiny day. That's music. Oh, shut up, that's Mark. That's garbage. What, Mark? Yeah, you that's see, fucking that's garbage. This is the that absolute is. inverse of, of what's good about music. Does he expect Kurt's, us to believe that that's what he listens Kurt's, to? Yeah. Kurt's fucking lyrics were, yeah, they were weird and dark and offbeat, and, the, and, and some of them were, were, were simple, and some of them had a lot of fucking subtext. This is just crowd-pleasing sing-along crap. This is karaoke night fodder. It's gonna be Mark... A- Paul, I don't think you're having a very sunshiny day. I'm dude. not, uh-huh. dude. He talked about I don't think how repetitive very... dumb was. Look at this. I'm just gonna be a bride, bride, bride. bride. How many? They say it about 14 times in this song, Mark. It's okay when they do it. Because it's, when... it's positive and it's yeah, happy. When Kurt says, I think I'm dumb 14 times, they go, look at the trash. It's awesome. Gotta love it. That is enlightened artistic expression. Right. Not, I think I'm dumb. I think I'm dumb. I, th- I think you are dumb. 
if if you like that kind of music. I mean, it, Mark, I agree. You're oh, fucking gonna, dumb. Oh no, my girl. Oh, <laughs> really? He's gonna hold this up as another example of what's what, like, what's Ooh. next? Shiny happy people by REM. No, I, I mean like well, that's actually dark. Yeah. <laughs> At least you're being honest with yourself. I mean, he might not have the brains here. to I mean, realize that's what that. I'm My girl. I've got sunshine on a cloudy day. He just likes music with sunshine in it, dude. What about Footloose, man? Everybody get Footloose. Yeah. Footloose. Listen to that, man. Artistic that's brilliant. music. Day. I'm not going to sing. I'm just going to read the lyrics for you. When it's cold Thank outside, you. I've got the month of May. Why, why say, you read any, what do you read any Nirvana girl, lyrics? My girl, talking about my girl. See... That's what's called good music. He did. He read it I think I'm see. dumb. I think I'm dumb. Uh, I don't know really what else to say. You'll see. Just, so it boils down I don't to, think you should have made this video. So it boils down to Mark Dice doesn't like Nirvana, so therefore everything about Kurt Cobain yeah, is... Yeah, and because and Mark... Any theories are bullshit, and he's just right. Because Mark Dice's tastes tend more towards elevator music and easy <laughs> listening stations. Everybody that liked Nirvana and recognized that they were an important band that had an impact on the musical landscape is a retarded, <laughs> dumb slave Huey Lewis industry. in the news that's music yeah, you're man. mentally enslaved and feeble minded Paul read the comments of this video oh you just don't understand it that's Kirk weird Al such a musical genius yes that was weird so Al. incredible broken yeah. heart and broken bones think of how a castrated horse feels uh, Mark, we could go read any of the song, other songs you just showed, and do it in a sarcastic way and Mark, make it sound dumb. Phrase, you're the one I want to refill. It, it's just so profound. I want to be pumping that digital demon into my. Yeah, brain. if only if only it could match the profundity of my girl. One of I the deepest sunshine. songs. <laughs> Everything is rosy. No, Everything is great. Really, you admit it. You're singing along a song called "Dumb," written by a guy who was high on heroin and hated himself and committed suicide. Yeah, a lot of. So, you know what, dude? I hate to fucking steal something from my favorite comedian a lot of the, but you know what? All of the great music that's ever been made, most of those people were really fucking high on drugs, Mark. No. And most of the garbage that you're putting forward were the people that wouldn't. You know what? I bet the people that wrote My Girl smoked a lot of dope. Triggered Paul. Triggered Paul. I knew Whatever. it would, dude. This is, this, I hate stupid fucking uninformed people. You are mentally enslaved. If you want to free yourself from mental slavery... You know, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Check out some of the previous videos. Stay tuned. How crass. I mean, that really reveals Mark's true motive with this fucking video. You don't want to be a mentally enslaved retard. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Check me out on Facebook. It's like, so you trust YouTube and you trust all these other sources, but you're so skeptical of them at the same time, but yet you trust social media, who's spying on people, who's tracking people's movements and what they buy and what they look at. So you trust that. That's okay. But they're mentally enslaved unless they listen to you. Okay, Mark, we understand. You're a fucking huckster. Yeah, what Let's do Mark, the savage what crime show. What does Mark sell? Does he sell a product? We'll have to remember to do these next. We'll have to, Survival yeah. shit or anything? I don't know. He I don't probably sell shit. Gold bullion. I don't really know Mark Dice that well, but... Why would you want to? Oh, shit. Oh. It's a Derek's... From the mind that brought you Cool Cat. Barbarically raped by teenage gangsters. Police oh, search for two men pretending to be cops who robbed boy in New York subway. Woman robbed at gunpoint for ten cents. <laughs> some stupid fucking robbers, dude. Give me that. Give me dime. that fucking dime, bitch. Yeah. But guys, what, what is happening? Yeah, what's nowadays? happening? How can you? Oh, I love be this. Safe? I love this. Oh. 
protect us, Daddy Derek. Well, hello, everybody. Hi, I'm Derek Savage, and welcome to the Savage Crime Show. This is uh, Derek Savage's latest project. <laughs> yeah, is this is, is wait? Is this the list of Derek Savage's crime? Is, is the Savage Crime Show his so, crimes against cinema? Yeah. All right. Oh, club! Oh, club! Club! Yeah, where's Cool Cat, dude? Bring bring out Cool Cat. How about yeah. the Cool Cat Crime Show? Yeah, seriously. Hey, our objective here is very simple, and it is to keep you safe. You're a Jekko? I mean, what is happening to this? <laughs> Our Jekko here is very simple. It is getting crazy. I don't care if you live in New York, LA, anywhere between, or even if you're over in Europe. Man, I tell you what, you you folk over there got it worse than we do right now. I you mean, folk, you folk. Absolute. No, they don't. You folks. Man, he tries really sorry. hard to be this. Like, look at me. I'm I'm an anachronistic '50s cowboy type. Uh, you folk down there in that big old city got things going on. No, no, what he's saying understand. is. True though, none of what he's saying is fucking true. I mean, like, okay, look, crime has had an uptick in some cities uh, in America, as I'm sure there's probably always upticks in crimes here and there. But the overall trend is down, and Europe does not have. I mean, like, you know, the, the maybe some property crimes and shit, but violent crime is not a worse problem in most of Europe than it is here. No, that's just bullshit. Not the, not, not for the majority. See, like, show me a shred of statistical evidence that backs up any of that, Derek. I'm sure say crazy. Daddy the Derek. The whole world is like. Oh. It's just because you know some some uh, targeted terrorist attacks happen there that people push that narrative. Basically. This dude started his career as a male stripper. Out of yep. Now, one difference between our show here, the Savage Crime Show, compared to all those news shows out there, you know, they just like to sit there and complain about everything, the bad that's happening, all that. But over here, we want to give you solutions to help keep you solutions. and your family safe. That's right. the most important thing right there. Um, yeah, it is. I'm the producer of Gun Self-Defense for oh, Women. God. And yes, if you read the cover right there, it says Anthony. And so, men too. Yeah, this show just happens to be about selling your product, Derek. What a fucking shock. Look at the picture of him on the cover. <laughs> oh, dude. He's the least threatening man I've ever seen. Even holding a gun, he looks hilarious. It's like someone that tried to rob you. He's trying to look like Magnum P.I. or something, you know? Like. He's on the case. <laughs> Daddy Derek is I'm on the case, ladies. I'm going to kill you, I don't care if you're a man, a woman, a child. <laughs> a what child? Color you a child? A child with a gun? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> pew, pew, a kid. <laughs> Arm your children. Or what nationality, how rich, or how poor you are anymore. <laughs> you could be a victim of a crime. And if wow. anyone tells you other than Riveting. that, just know for a fact that they are lying right to your face right there. And you could tell them. Tell them Derek Savage say you're a liar. Huh? Yeah, I'm sure they would. That, that yeah. would, your weight, your, the weight of your name carries such authority. You know, uh, by the way, who goes around and be like, Scotty, it's impossible for you to be the victim of a crime. Nuh-uh, Derek Savage, I, a crime can be committed against oh, me. Oh, shit, Derek, the Derek Savage. Derek Savage. The You're a liar. Cool okay. You're a liar, TJ, because Daddy Derek said <laughs> that I could be a victim. It's rising all over the world, my friend. No, it's friends. not. So stay safe. No, it's not. And I mean, I, when I was sitting here prepping for our first show, and first of all, hey. Sitting here prepping for our first show, guys. I, I truly appreciate it. Oh, you it's know? a masterpiece and, so far, um, Derek. It's a fucking masterpiece. I, I love it. I was taking notes, and my God, they just kept on adding up and adding up and adding them up. I was going, where do I start? It's just so much happening nowadays. But hey, it's going to start. I'm in Hollywood right here um, filming this for you. And, um, and not too long ago, San Bernardino shooting. That's when a lot of this recent stuff started, you know, in San Bernardino. 14 people what? were killed. 
That's when this recent stuff started. Um, so crime hasn't been continuously happening no. since civilization. Yeah, it started began. a long time ago. Daddy. Did, uh, I mean, crime was pretty much non-existent, and then San Bernardino, and that just opened the floodgates. Yeah, That's the reason. No, because in Daddy's world, Cool Catville was idyllic until about five or six years ago. Man, there. I mean, they were at a at 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 their work party, and they got shot by some terrorists. You know, and fourteen people, many injured, right there. And I mean, San Bernardino. Look at that. And and first of all, I want to say this: this show right here is very, very much pro police. We think the police are doing such a great job, and God bless each and every one. Well, if they're doing such a great job, why would crime be on the rise then? Yeah. They need, to be, they need to get on it. Seems I mean, like they're it's, doing it's, a piss poor job. It's actually not, but if it were, how can you say the police are doing a good job? And stay safe out there. We love you. Cool Cat loves you, too. I'm the creator <sighs> yeah, of Cool Cat. Yeah, Cool Cat. I'll about that later on. But yeah, San Bernardino. Then what about... I'm glad Cool Cat oh loves God, me. The Orlando shooting. 49 folk dead there by one crazy lunatic going in there. And I don't care if you're straight or if you're gay. I'm a straight man, but some of my very best friends in the world are gay folk. And so I don't care what you are. They were innocent folk, and that won't right. That won't right? Do you say that won't right? Is it that won't right? That won't right. That won't right. That's not even no one talks like that. TJ, quit trying to distract him from his objecto, dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this guy. We've seen him with so many of these videos, and he, he misspeaks and he just invents words just like so rapidly. I, I don't get why. But he, he does is it. right. I want to just say, for the record, his sentiment on that is right. The, the fact that those people that died there were a lot of more gay doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. Then they were innocent people. And that does had a suck. concealed weapons permit in that in that. Well, in no, that, I don't think anyone's going to argue against they that. They could have shot that son's a bitch real quick there. You know, and, Whoa. And, and I'm a firm sons believer a bitch? in the concealed weapons permit. Now, in gun self-defense for women, <laughs> back to the DVD. It's not just about guns. I mean, we do cover A to Z on pistols, on weapons, and shotguns, baby. Shotguns are really starting to, to escalate with women. Women, yeah, I think it's a great gun for a woman because you don't even have to know how. Shotguns are starting to escalate with women. What? Uh-huh. Yeah, shotguns are on an uptick with women, man. Yeah, they're starting definitely. To escalate. They're starting to escalate. Starting to escalate it. Yeah. Wait, listen to this. Bam! Shoot that attacker right up there. I'll show you some clips here. But now, some clips. Some clips. Clips. What's a clip, Daddy? Hey guys, want to watch some more clips? Daddy, what's a clip? I love it. I don't understand your your objecto. What's the what's a clip? This film also covers mace, stun guns, karate self-defense, karate, knife protection. Two g- Damn, this fucking DVD will turn you into the ultimate badass. You're basically dude. Rambo. Yeah, yeah. It's the Rambo fucking DVD. You're going to be as badass as Derek from Savage Commando. clearly is if yeah, you dude. watch this DVD. They'll just think, wouldn't it be great to see a story where he gets robbed or something at gunpoint? Mr. Prepared here, who's going to take it? Oh, golly gee whiz, sir, don't shoot me. Uh, Let me get my wallet out here real quick. I'm a little nervous. I'm shaking. I'm so So sorry. This film is a thoroughly... It's a empowering film. It's a empowering film. A empowering film. An all-around project to help teach you to keep you safe. Cool. And, um... But the Lando was just absolutely terrible. The Lando? But you know the, <laughs> the Lando. The Lando. Lando was absolutely terrible. Yeah, I mean, he did betray Han Solo. Yeah, I mean, Come he was on. an asshole. Yeah. 
Man, I put him right in carbon. I, mean, I feel like he redeemed himself in, in Jedi, but you know, he but was the, an asshole in Empire. He really was. You're right, Derek. The thing is, a lot of people say, oh, guns, this, gun this, the guns, the kill, uh, it ain't the guns. Yeah, a lot of people say that. It ain't the I guns. hear people saying that all the time. A lot of people saying out there, the cancer's killing people, man. I'm telling you, it ain't the cancer. To kill. I mean, I can have a gun right here. It ain't gonna kill nobody. It's gonna sit right there. If I picked it's it up and blew your head kill. off and kill somebody. And, um, and, and, and to prove that. All right. How about what happened in Nice just a few weeks ago? That great big truck oh, man, just you... mowed all those people down. I mean, I heard somebody on one of those little TV shows talking about, oh, it's the truck's fault. How in the world what? is it that... No, you didn't. Yeah, nobody, no nobody, one, no on one said it was the truck's no fault. No one on Earth blamed the fucking truck, yeah. you psycho. Look, uh, Derek, nobody nobody on Earth is actually credibly making the argument that it's the gun's fault either. At least nobody's sane. What we are saying is that when psychopathic people have easy access to guns, sometimes a lot of your gay friends end up dead in, an or in a Lando nightclub. That's what we're saying. But if only those faggots had had guns themselves. Yeah, if, if, all, if every one of those gay people in that Lando nightclub had a gun themselves, they could have just shot that bitch right there. I also like the level of paranoia that, paranoia that would really insinuate you, someone to have just everywhere you go and you need to be armed constantly because a terrorist or a gunman might just come and shoot you. It's like, don't most people just want to live in... Because these are commonplace events yeah. that happen every day well, yeah, right but, around us. But, well, wouldn't you rather live in relative peace and safety where this is a rare occurrence and you treat it as such? Not everyone needs to be armed to the teeth every time they leave their home. You can tell Derek's never been to a gay club. Derek, uh, how, how are drag uh, queens going to gyrate on the pole and brandish a shotgun? Are you joking? I, would, I wouldn't be so sure yeah. about that, Paul. I, I don't not. know. I, I can tell. I, I bet you he's I think he's, he's probably danced at some of them. <laughs> Trucks vote for running over all those people. It was that sick, sick person that did it. Yep. And that's what you got to watch out for. We're starting to see that one person you got to watch out for people driving. Damage, and it don't matter what kind of weapon they got. I mean, there's been so well, many Well, that's nice not static. true. That's not true, Daddy Derek. Let's be real here. If that Orlando, if that Lando shooter had had a knife, somebody probably would have tackled him before he killed 49 people. Yeah, I mean, like, it, 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 you can't say it doesn't matter what weapon. He, like he, so he could have went in there with a fucking a slingshot or a Nerf gun. Yeah, and yeah It would have been just as devastating. His I don't fists. think so. It, it threw out there. One guy in, I think it was Japan, a week and a half ago, killed numerous people. Just went and started stabbing everybody. You know, it's just, it's, it's just, and what are you going to do? Outlaw knives? Ha, you know, outlaw good trucks? One, Daddy. Huh? No, you're not. We need to start going after these bad people, and we need. Yeah, because yeah, we need to start going after the bad people. Like, what are you talking about? Like, we, we don't have a criminal justice system now. Yeah. Criminals aren't punished. I mean... There's no penalty for murder. Is that nope, what's going on? No Maybe one of the ways, Daddy Derek, that we go after these bad people is we, we, we make it a little more difficult for them to get these guns so they can't well, kill no, a bunch Paul, of people. But, but, Paul, if those people all there had guns that night, they would have been That's saved. True. That's true. They'd have been saved. They'd have been totally saved. They'd have been safe. saved, Paul, because, That's you true. know, in the heat of a nightclub, in a shooting, you would know who the, gu the gunman is instantly. You'd just be like, gunman here. Yeah. When you're grinding your ass into your new boyfriend Antoine's lap... You really are ready to jerk that pistol at any moment. Of course. Literally. Uh, to, to jerk the, the pistol until it discharges. Yep. You know, um, on Cool Cat, I got a, uh, not, not me, I don't have the fans. Cool Cat's got a lot of fans around the world. And I, I get emails, you no, know, he especially doesn't. On, the, on the gun self-defense. Well, you Americans got all those guns, all that. But now you folk over there are starting to see that, hey, the terrorism's at your back door now, baby doll. Right now, recent CNN article right here. 
and it was July the 31st, 2016, one ISIS attack every 84 hours spurs dread and anger in Europe. I'm sure it there's you had no, to sound out dread. There's not yeah. uh, there's not an attack by ISIS in Europe every 84 hours. Maybe there's an you attack know. by ISIS somewhere in the world every 84 hours. Also, that was in quotes. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, so who are they quoting there? Yeah, I'm not uh, sure. Does. It's also cool spreading cat. fear throughout oh. that country oh, right okay. there. Cool cat likes to rock and roll. I love Matt Jones. I love him some today, bro. Hey, you know, I'm the, the, I like to get you a Coca-Cola, cold beer, whatever you like, man. It's on me. Hey, you know. In fact, oh, okay. I heard Judge started, started in Hollywood right if Matt Trudge has any sense, if you came up to him, he'd run away. He'd run away immediately. Is, Der is Danny Derrick just really baked? Uh, I wish. I wish. I, I don't. I don't think so, dude. Right down the road from me here. I love doing that, man. You know. And um. <laughs> okay. What is <laughs> Why did he include this? Why did he cut to a tight shot for this? <laughs> it's just getting bad out. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, because oh, right. with that. He's preparing the emotional moment. Sorry, the emotion moment. Uh, All right, let's hold on, everybody. Let's just be uh, quiet. Sorry. Let, him, let him have his big, profound emotional moment here All for right. a second. It's difficult, man. It's difficult. It's getting bad. You know, and, 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 and we, we, we need to get serious. We need to, 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 to protect ourselves. <laughs> our families, <laughs> our Is he kids. singing the heart of rock I mean, and roll? When you start seeing. One ISIS attack every four hours. This is just... We wait, need, wait, every four, four hours now? 84, not every four hours. We what the fuck, Derek? Dude, Derek is in another fucking planet. I don't know what planet he lives on, but it's not this one. Hey, Ben, you know, we got to get, 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 get serious <laughs> about this problem. Uh, when you go to the Lando and get the... Uh, what is it? We got to go to the Lando with a, with a clear ojecto. A clear ojecto. What the fuck, dude? Um, yeah, Daddy Derek, you're crazy. You're crazy, man. We love you, though. I, mean, I, I love you. I love your mispronunciations. I love Cool and, uh, Cat. You know what? I'll even tell people, go ahead and buy Cool Cat because it's fucking hilariously cool bad. Cat. And get gun, I'm sure gun self-defense no, women is just this. as bad. This is dog shit, but get Cool Cat. I want to watch this I thing, feel like dude. gun self-defense for women is probably it's just horrible. as amazingly bad. I'm sure bad. it's horrible. Yeah. It's time to watch it. Derek Savage, you're a fucking goldmine of dog shit, dude. So, um... Anyway, I guess we've uh, pretty much reached the uh, end of our, our runtime here. Wow. That flew by for me, guys. Please, everyone subscribe. If you're a new watcher uh, or you're just coming back, subscribe. Check. Make sure you're still subscribed because YouTube likes to unsubscribe people. Go figure. Yeah. It really is our objecto to reach as many people as possible yeah, with our message. Yeah, So please help us uh, realize that objecto. Thumbs up. Th thumbs up. Thank you for watching, guys. Good night. Cool. Thank you, guys. Cat Good night. Rock and roll. You're garbage, DJ. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.